0: All right, you guys, everything should be good. Everything should be coming in clearly. I apologize for starting the stream much later than I usually would. It's been a crazy day, and it's been a crazy week. I don't know how to put it. Actually, I'm not going to put it anyway because I'm not allowed to talk about what transpired in the last week. There's some crazy shit happening in Vegas, and I can't fucking talk about it. But But what I can talk about is the news we're gonna talk about russell brand we're gonna talk about oliver anthony being a fucking hack um it's like every day he just proves me right the guy's a total fraud he's dude he was just photographed with uh let me see if i have it here on my uh on my screen um the fuck are you oliver anthony he's like oh yeah i'm not political my music is not political at all there he is hanging out with uh, rfk the democrat candidate Seeking the nomination to become the president of the United States, Uh, hopefully dethroning uh, Joe Biden, if that's even possible, within the Democratic primary. That's neither here nor there. All right. So before we get started, we are live right now on Trovo DLive, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch.tv. Uh, it's going to be only me tonight. There's not going to be any cheese. Uh, hello. We're waiting for everybody to pile in. Uh, yeah, man, we got quite a bit to talk about. We're going to talk about some crazy crimes. Some of it, uh, happened here in Las Vegas. Uh, we're going to talk about some women who belong to the streets. Covades is coming back with a vengeance, of course. Uh, we're going to talk about the economy, but we're going to start off hard. I'm going to go fucking hard in the paint on this Oliver Anthony character. I can't fucking stand this guy. I hate Oliver Anthony with a fucking fiery passion. And I just think it's 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 more important now than ever to call out fake shit, to call out fake people, and to stand up to the stuff, you guys. Uh, it's just like, do people just can't be living in a fucking delusion, you know? They just can't continue living in a delusion. Somebody like me needs to come along and fucking shake them like a baby and wake them up. Like my buddy, uh, one of my close friends, he is just so fucking like up all over Anthony's ass. He thinks the music is good. It's less than mid, but it's not terrible. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. And he's, you know, like when we're talking about it, he's like, dude, he's making like way more money than you. Dude, like that's a fucking argument. Okay. Dude, Star Wars makes a lot of fucking money. Dude, Snow White is probably going to make a lot of money. That shitty mermaid with the fake mermaid with the dreadlocks, that probably made a lot of money. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean any of that stuff is good. Doesn't mean any of that stuff is good. Uh, let's see. Do we have anything good on the bookmarks before we just dive into the stories? Um. Fu- oh, yeah, dude, this shit right here. This had me cracking up while we're waiting for people to pile in. Uh, I don't know what it is about live streaming in public, but I feel like it gives people superpowers. They feel like they can just do whatever they want, say whatever they want, or be in a situation And they'll just be like immune to the consequences because they're live streaming. And a lot of times like if a streamer is like, you know, acting a fool, you know, they're getting their ass whooped, they're getting, you know, shit thrown at them and stuff. And it's really funny to see because like these IRL streamers or whatever you want to call them, they're pretty insufferable. I don't know who this chick is. I don't think she did anything wrong, but she was certainly at the wrong place at the wrong time. And her reaction is fucking hilarious. So let's just dive right into it. Yeah, so for those not aware, uh, for the audio-only listeners, uh, Dexterito posts, streamer appears to get caught up in a shootout but thinks it's fireworks until the bullets ricochet nearby. And of course, like a cartoon character, she's like, I gotta go! Yeah, luckily she didn't die. Otherwise, we never would have gotten this hilarious footage. But holy shit, dude. Uh, Talk about lack of self-awareness. Like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Granted, um... You know, it's kind of hard to distinguish between a firework and a gunshot, depending on where you live. Like out here in Vegas, uh around Fourth of July, do people just go crazy with the fireworks, like weeks before Fourth of July. And then like a week after, just like every fucking night, I'm trying to go to bed and I just hear that shit going off. Uh, one time there were gunshots not far from where I live, and I'm like, I ain't getting involved. Uh, I thought there were fireworks initially, but then the news came on. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to just dive into this Oliver Anthony scam really quick. Well, I got to move this shit out of my way. Ugh, God. Yeah, hopefully things go a lot smoother. I got the uh, the new Galaxy S9 Tab Ultra. Super, super duper excited about that. Uh, so, yeah, Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony canceled show because ticket prices were too high. Please don't pay $90 for a ticket. Wow, he just sounds so empathetic. He He just sounds like he really cares about people. And it's not about money for him or like, you know, diving, you know, in, in, you know, feet first into the music industry. It's about, you know, like uniting the world and, you know, diversity is our strength. Uh, So, yeah, uh, no, this isn't actually what happened. Oliver Anthony wanted one hundred and twenty thousand dollars to perform at a venue. He wanted a lot of money. And you know what? Because he's so popular, because he's so fucking astroturfed. Some of these, you know, companies that put on these shows that host these artists, they don't know better. So if Oliver Anthony wants to command a $120,000 performance fee, he can probably get that. And they obliged. Now, if you want to put on a very, not not even like a mid-show, like a medium-sized show for a few thousand people, it's going to cost a lot of money. They charged the 90 bucks or the 200 bucks or whatever. I think the VIP tickets were like $200. They charged that much to cover the cost for security, for permits, for yada, yada, yada. And Oliver Anthony is acting surprised because people were fucking outraged. It's like, dude, your music was for like the people, right? But now these ticket prices are out of reach for the, the regular people. Uh, so understandably so, he, he's just getting too big for the little pond that he came out of. All right, so let's just read a little bit of this. Knoxville, Tennessee. Oliver, Fake name Oliver Anthony, the musician who went vile for his song Richmond, North of Richmond, canceled the performance in Knoxville after he couldn't reach an agreement about ticket prices with the venue. That's actually false. The uh, venue has already confirmed that they wanted $120,000. And they said, okay. And then they started charging a lot of money for tickets to see the show. Cotton Eye Joe, a bar in West Knoxville, announced Anthony would perform on September 27th. Ticket prices for the event were $99 and a meet and greet would be around $200. Dude, imagine paying $200 to hang out with this soulless fucking ginger retard. The bar said they set these ticket prices to break even, saying Anthony was asking for $120,000 to play for an hour. You know, I saw... Falling in Reverse and Ice Nine Kills in Concert. It was about $68 out here in Las Vegas. And it was so fucking fun. It was theatrical. It was amazing. And I, I feel like I got my money's worth. I've seen Oliver Anthony perform live. I'd be fucking bored. I, I'm, I'm not, again, I'm, I'm a fucking hater. Okay, okay not just because he's boring as shit but his his music sucks um and and the dude's a total fraud he's impersonating a guy like myself so uh let's see however when anthony heard about the ticket prices fake he was upset and told people not to buy any tickets for those prices these are supposed to be affordable shows. Please don't pay $90 for a ticket, Anthony said in a Facebook post. I'm going to work out the details with them, and if we have to reschedule this event somewhere else, we will. Anthony said he never wants to play a show that costs fans more than $40 a piece, preferably no more than $25. He also claimed that he had a friend book the venue and was not directly involved. I don't believe it for one second. Anthony also said that he never cha- uh, charged a $120,000 fee that Cotton Eye Joe said he did. Uh, let's see, biggest. I just don't understand how this neck-bearded freak uh, has invaded some of the my favorite podcasts. Oh, dude, we're gonna get to that, biggest dickus. We're gonna get to that in a second. Ultimately, it's my fault for not being more directly involved with the venue. Who have reached out, Anthony said. I'm not pointing fingers at Cotton Eye Joe, would you are. I don't know where this miscommunication took place. I'm just upset seeing those prices. Oh, he's so empathetic. He's just empathying all over the place. So yeah, you know. Oliver Anthony is so full of shit, I fucking can't stand this guy. Everything about him is fake. Biggest dickus notices. He's all over our favorite podcast. Now, I don't like Jordan Peterson anymore. I grew up. I grew out of Jordan Peterson. But I still got a little bit of respect for him, and his last book, 12 More Rules, is actually pretty decent. I have the audiobook version of it. Well, he has a popular podcast. Jordan Peterson works for The Daily Wire, and he had on Oliver Anthony. Okay, now, my this is, this is how you know you're dealing with somebody who's a fraud. If you ask somebody a question and they can't answer it directly, they're probably scheming. They're probably liars. They're probably untrustworthy, and you should avoid them. And it's not just like, you know, difficult questions like, you know, what's the capital of Zaire or some shit, you know, like, fucking knows, right? But... If you were to ask some, like if you're having a conversation with somebody, maybe you're out of town and then you come back and you ask your friend because some crazy shit went down in your town. It was like a fire or something and the sky lit up like a fucking sparkly rainbow color. And you ask them, what was the color of the sky? It's a very simple question. And if they say something stupid like, well, you see, the thing about vision is that like, you know, people see things physically and emotionally, you know, like vision and colors it's like on a spectrum and it's like dude just what the fuck did you see look up to the sky did you even go outside did you see anything like just say yes or no like this isn't fucking hard to understand jordan peterson was interviewing fake name oliver anthony and he asked some very simple questions one of them being did you receive an offer for eight million dollars you know to to produce a record to do a record deal to be signed by by this major label for eight million dollars he could not answer the question. He didn't say yes, and he didn't say no. That is a bullshitter, guys. The, and there was like multiple times where that happened. Like the guy is a fucking fraud. And now I'm supposed to believe that uh, Oliver Anthony, you know, oh, he he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand why these ticket prices are so fucking high. You know, it's just such a mystery to him. And, and he's so empathetic. He just doesn't want, you know, to be, want there to be like a financial detriment to all of his adoring fans. You know, I'm pretty sure I got some more shit on him that I bookmarked. And, uh, okay, so we got that hilarious streamer. She, you know, we're going to delete. You know what? We're going to start removing bookmarks as we go. Just so this isn't cluttered. Um, Let's see. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, so fake name Oliver Anthony. This is him hanging out with RFK. Again, I'm not political, man. You know, my music is for everyone because diversity is our strength. I also believe in diversity in the bedroom. I don't have a wife yet, but if I did, I would be sharing her with Tyrone and Alejandro because diversity is our strength, and it would strengthen, you know, things in the bedroom. Ugh, all right. But, uh, you know, Owen Benjamin ended up posting this fucking video, and I just, I couldn't help but, uh, notice, where is it? Oh, yeah, right here. Dude, look at this. Look at this shit. Look at these little kids. All right. Owen Benjamin writes, despair for the next generation. Can you imagine hearing your kids singing these horrible lyrics? Oliver Anthony is rap for white people. Get the youth to sing along to hell. I change a lot having kids. Hold on, I gotta span this. Yeah, uh, I... Uh, I changed a lot having kids because I realized it was no longer about me. I know many people thought I was overreaching to the Oliver Anthony song, but I'm not. You probably just didn't realize how it would corrupt the youth, which is the entire point of pop music. I've been selling my uh, soul, quote unquote, out of the mouths of young, fresh-eyed Americans. It's like when they rolled out the Macarena song to get little kids to sing from the point of view of a prostitute selling her body. Resist these things. It isn't just the right thing to do because Oliver, Ant, fake name Oliver Anthony is evil. It's the right thing to do because it's bad for your soul. And the music just generally is not that good. So we got the, the, for the audio only listeners, we got these, you know, these fresh face, very youthful young white boys. And they're singing a fucking slave song about despair and selling your soul to Walmart or Netflix or some shitty company you work for that's fucking you in the ass because of uh, reasons, right? Um, If we're being literal, it's because you believe diversity is our strength and you have no qualms with the importation of violent, dangerous, military-aged males being flooded into this country and all throughout Canada and Europe, you know, the Western, the good ones. And uh, yeah, they're devouring your wages. They're graping the women, and there's no future for you. There's no hope for you. You're you're a fucking hunted minority in your own country. Let's see what these kids are. Look at these kids.
1: they my soul. working all day. Overtime hours for pay, So I can sit out here and waste my life away. Ugh. Drag back home and drive my troubles away.
2: It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. A <laughs> people like me and people like me.
0: You wish I could just wake up God damn. It be
1: true, but it is. Oh, it is. Oh, it
0: is. Yeah, dude, someone it in the is background is, uh, is laughing. Yeah, dude, what the fuck, man? Let me see. Fuentes said his best. It sounds like a slave song. Amen. He's right. Writes Owen Benjamin. The blow up of the song is nuts. I, I seen Shinedown and Jacobi Shadix singing with Oliver. Rockers singing with him. I don't get it. Yeah, dude, there's something very sinister about the song and its popularity. Pearly Things doesn't think uh, Crowder is uh, a Rainbow Man. Um, <clears throat> Pearl shouldn't be on the internet. Yeah, come on, uh, everyone uh, that said you weren't wrong. <laughs> Wait, I've I've heard this song. Uh, so yeah, it's a fucking shitty song, man. It's a shitty song. Oliver Anthony's a shitty person. I can't stand him. And, um, you know, I just, I, I just can't fucking, I hate this fake astroturfed bullshit and this, this, this manufactured despair, but it's also like giving people a, a, a little bit of hope. Here, we're going to remove this bookmark because we already want watch that. So do we have any more on that Oliver Anthony fruitcake? I don't believe so. Don't believe so. Okay, what is this? Yeah, here we go. Uh, new Oliver Anthony cancels Con I Joe, citing ninety two hundred dollars tickets. My shows, blah blah blah. All right, so nine millimeter SMG, right? Hope he likes playing birthday parties and VFW halls and doesn't intend on charging any money. Then venues aren't going to run a show if there's no profit. The venue released a Facebook statement uh, saying he wanted 120 K to play for 60 minutes. They said they priced the tickets to break even and basically give their loyal customers a fun show. Absolutely insane. Did $120,000 for an hour. For the most basic bitch mid fucking guitar riffs and doomer music, it's black pilled music for normies. But uh, you know my opinion on the Oliver Anthony phenomena. You 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 have this this fake astroturfed manufactured artist. They prop him up to give people the illusion, to give the the normal people the illusion that something or someone out there is listening and his popularity lends credence to the fact that you know they're 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 being heard somehow without actually anything happening to begin with you know so certain nefarious forces out there they'll they'll be like dude the goyim are noticing things the goyim are upset and and they're you know they detest being ignored and and letting letting their issues just fall by the wayside while the rich get richer yada yada yada. So they trot out Oliver Anthony to impersonate guys like me. Uh, that's that's exactly what is happening here. No no doubt about it. They're like the goyim is noticing, and then they bring out this fat retard to fucking uh, placate the the masses. It's like, oh, you know how people say like uh, religion is like the opiate for the masses? Well, Oliver Anthony is opiate for fucking, you know, lowbrow dipshits who don't know any better. Delete that shit. Tim Pool chimes in. But let's hear from Oliver Anthony, because I, I gotta be charitable, right? I need to be charitable. I can't be fucking just beating up on this guy. Let, let's hear what he has to say. Cotton Eye Joe claims we are charging people $120,000 per show. That's not what they're saying. They said, you were charging Cotton Eye Joe. You demanded $120,000 performance fee. They have since turned the comments off, but I wanted to clarify, the most I've ever made on a show is $35,000. Okay. We've done two shows in North Carolina that were completely free and have another free show scheduled September 23rd in Kentucky for a cancer benefit. Mm, okay, hiding behind the cancer benefits eh? A lot of these fucking fake fraudsters They always like, oh, my cancer benefit You know, think of the children They're fucking the kids They, they love to hide behind the children mm. My booking guy I handled all this on the phone with them And I realized there are two sides to every story But I personally talked with Connie and, and Joe on the phone About not charging extra for me and greet That's why I was so upset Seeing them charge $200 for it I felt like they suckered us into playing there just so they can make extra money off of y'all. Dude, that's not how any of this works. Oliver Anthony right here is deliberately lying. That being said, I wish them the best. All the fault ultimately is with me. Okay, that's kind of true. I should have been more thoroughly involved in the booking and I should have probably considered using a professional consultant in this area. There's no reason why tickets should have went up for sale before uh, before a contract is signed. The good news is we have already found multiple other options for twenty-five dollar admission venues in Knoxville that can accommodate more people the same week. This show was scheduled for. We still, uh, we will still be having a good time in Knoxville soon. I'll share an update. Uh, Let's see. And I guess nobody was able to fucking respond to this shit, where they deleted it. The question is, did you charge one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars? Not how much did you even make? Yes. Exactly. Temple is hashtag noticing. Yeah, I think there's some funny fucking replies here. Um Owen Benjamin, I called this out weeks ago. The deadeye ginger is a fraud. It's so obvious if you aren't easily manipulated by the four Tavistock chords that make you think something is meaningful. Yeah, it's pretty obvious what's going on here. It's like, dude, like, why do people just you know, don't they just want to live in reality? Like, isn't that fucking piss you off? Like being deliberately tricked by a fucking puppet. You know, Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire cucks, they got their hands up his ass, controlling him like a puppet. The dude is not who he says he is. Alright, well, let's see. Have we got any more dirt on him? Let's go back to these uh these bookmarks. Before we start getting into the fun shit. Yeah, Sarnovich also uh, laughing my ass off. My instincts on this are proving correct. Yeah, dude, no shit. So obvious. All right. Let's delete these bookmarks. Let's clean the shit up. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you guys, just remember, dude, there's going to be more stuff coming out about Oliver Anthony. Just remember, I was one of the first people. It was me, Flentus, and Benjamin. We're like one of the first people, like, this dude's a fraud. This dude isn't who he says he is. And I just saw right through it. Saw right through it. All right. So, exclusive. You guys got to get ready, man. Got to get ready. The holidays are coming up. It's getting cold out. Reuters, exclusive. US retailer holiday hiring to drop to levels last seen in 2008. Now, I graduated high school around 2008. Let me tell you what I remember from that era Um, despair, sadness hopelessness uh that's gonna be the future for the country for at least a year now if president trump manages to pull off a miracle and overcome the blatant electoral fraud that has been occurring since 2020 maybe we come out of this unscathed maybe if we don't come out of it entirely we can certainly lessen the blows lessen the effects of Bidenomics. Um, because again, president Trump is just a man, right? But it's going to take the entire country to uplift itself. Kind of like what we did in 2016. There was a, you know, there was, there was hope in the air. There was a sense of, you know, like we're going to make it, you know, we felt that in our bones and the, yeah, do things are great under president Trump. You know, things were barely recovering towards the end of 2020, you know, before the bullshit election. And, um, is it possible that we can replicate that success? I don't know. I hope so. Uh, the rules have changed. The economy is being I mean, if you even want to call it an economy, I don't even know what it is. This everything is fake. The money's fake, the politics are fake, the the fucking everything is fake. Um but I remember I remember like I, I was fortunate enough to get a job in politics and I got taken care of. And they wrote me letters of recommendation, you know, they took care of me. They took care of me and I I just remember there was a hiring freeze at this bank. I ended up working at and they lifted it and there were so many people competing for this job. It was a fucking miracle that I ended up getting that job. And, um, and then after that, you know, I just, I kept moving up. I got a better job after that. And then I moved up again and I got a better job after that. And then I was stuck with shitty ass Tesla for God knows how long. And (laughs) Um, it was literally right before 2016, right before president Trump's election, I ended up getting like a really great job. And then after that, everything's been smooth sailing playing armored, uh, core six and listening to you. Thanks, Mike Floyd. I appreciate it, man. I'll try to be more descriptive, but yeah. Uh, so you don't miss anything. So yeah, us retailers, man. I mean, this is a, this is one of the, the signs that point to disaster economically Let's read a little bit of this. All right, so New York, September 15th, U.S. retailers will hire the lowest number of seasonal workers uh, for uh, this holiday season since 2008 due to increased labor costs and shaky consumer confidence. Oh, yeah, so things I've been accurately predicting for month, for over a year now. According to a report by Challenger, uh, by Challenger, Cray and Christmas provided exclusively to Reuters. Retailers are expected to add just 410,000 seasonal jobs a season, according to an analyst of non-seasonally adjusted data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics by the global... Uh, the, okay, come on, come on. Come on. Uh, how, how much lower is it than uh, usual? Uh, so your t- retailers added uh, 519,400 jobs in the last quarter of 2022, a 26% decline from the same period in 2021. Oof. And by the way, we're seeing that everywhere even in the professional fields like we're in the, we need electricians we need police and they are in fucking like dude and even they they aren't hiring as much as they should us based companies have so far announced just 8000 planned hires for the holiday season compared with the 258 201 planned hires announced by employers by this point in 2022 according to challenger great and christmas tracking jesus We have never gone this far into September and not had big hiring predictions from retailers, said Andrew Challenger, Senior Vice President at Challenger Great in Christmas. It's really surprising, he said, adding that it signals uncertainty and lower seasonal hiring trends this year. People can't afford to go and buy cheap Chinese junk. People don't have good jobs. They can barely afford rent. People are looking at those uh, tiny van life videos and they're like, this looks kind of attractive. We can fucking make it work. Uh, the challenger review does not include all retail companies. It did not include us grocery uh, chain Kroger, which said it plans to hire thousands of seasonal workers and bath and body works, uh, which it does not track. Challenger said it will include Kroger in an updated version of the report. Uh, but yeah, when uh, hundred flowers come Thursday said it plans to hire more than 8,000 seasonal workers. Um, so yeah, us grocery chain Kroger, uh, said it would hire uh, thousands of workers for the holidays which additionally begins on Thanksgiving and ends on Christmas day, but has been starting earlier every year. The company, which is in the midst of a merger with Albertsons, that could add even more uh, staff did not disclose the number of the holiday staff it would hire. Yeah. if They're not saying, I mean, that just, that, that tells us, dude, it's going to get bad. It's going to get much worse. The retailer is looking to fill positions in areas, including retail e-commerce manufacturing, supply chain and healthcare. Wow. Yeah, so, again, your boy called it. Dude, I, I fucking hate when people try to, like, debate me. Like, people in my personal life, they're like, no, man, you're just saying things, you know, you don't really know. Yeah, I do fucking know. I majored in finance and business. That was in, in accounting. That was my specific focus in college. Um, So just get ready. All right, so a little bit more politics. I don't got too much politics this, uh, this episode. Uh, but, yeah, Biden claims to a group of rabbis that he was raised in the synagogues in my state. First off, this is a lie you know he fucking does it he's like oh you know back when i was uh, you know a young man you know i was hanging out with the mexicans you know i might as well be mexican you know because i ate a taco once or he's like oh yeah you know I'm, i might as well be like a brother you know because uh you know me me and corn pop you know we were fighting at the pool and then the brothers that came and defended me and we became one man she you know like it's just fucking bullshit dude he's like for his gum but autistic Biden claims what let, let's see what the fuck any of this means. President Biden told a group of rabbis on Thursday that he was raised in the synagogues. Yeah, we're gonna need evidence of this. <laughs> of Delaware, after previously claiming to have been raised by the state, then tiny Puerto Rican community. Yeah, that's what it was. It wasn't Mexico, it was Puerto Rican. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, I spent, my girl, my ex girlfriend, you know, when I was in, uh, you know, my freshman year in college. She was from, uh, you know, Washington Heights. You know, <laughs> uh, I, you might say, was raised in the synagogue in my state. No, nobody might say that. Uh, you think I'm kidding? I'm not. Biden said during a call ahead of uh, Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish uh, New Year holiday that begins Friday, the 80 year old cited the Beth Shalom congregation in Wilmington, Delaware, as the home of countless friends uh, for me. Uh, he named three rabbis, including a current one at the synagogue. I've always believed the message of the High Holidays is universal. That it's never too late to repent, to change, to begin a new. and said, "Okay, so yeah, he's full of shit." So yeah, he grew up. He was raised by Puerto Ricans. He was raised by the rabbis. I mean, what's next, dude? What the fuck is next? Um, I mean, dude, this is like the most shameless pandering. That I, I've, I've seen in a long time. Is it as bad as what we saw in 2016 with Hillary Clinton talking about, like, the hot sauce? She's, like, you know, talking with the, the, the Magic Americans from the Breakfast Club. And she's like, oh, yeah, I carry hot sauce in my bag. <sighs> no, you don't. Why would you say something so ridiculous? And, like, the funny thing about, you know, the fellas uh, on the Breakfast Club is, like, usually, like, they're able to spot a bullshitter right away. So I was kind of offended that they would, uh, you know, just <laughs> that they would just allow them allow her to say something like that. Joe Biden was raised by the Native Americans. Oh yeah, yeah, that's gonna be the next grift. You know, when he it just he just changes up whoever he's speaking with. Uh, Alexandria ocasio Cortez, Congressman Cortez, she did this too. She she of course is a basic bitch from New York, from the Bronx, super ghetto. And she was speaking before, I guess, like a rural, somewhat South, uh, like like African-American South group. And she was speaking in the Southern drawl. She's like, howdy, y'all, you know, shit like that. And I'm just like, dude, why are you guys letting her get away with this? Hillary Clinton did this too. However, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, they're from Arkansas. So it's almost understandable. But yeah, uh, let's see. What else do we got in political news? Oh, fuck. I can't even uh, read this. But uh, I'll just say this. Ken Paxton, one of the most important uh, attorney generals in the country out of Texas, he was being impeached by the Bush family. The Bush family orchestrated it. And he was acquitted on all of the charges. I should have gotten an archived link. I apologize in advance. Uh, so yeah, um, I think we briefly mentioned it a while ago uh, when this is all kind of announced and it was just happening willy-nilly. And uh, luckily, this was resolved relatively quickly. He was impeached. I think he had like 14 charges levied against him and he beat all of them, every single one of them. And John O'Shea, who's running for Congress, I think in District 24, a good friend of Ken Paxton, he came out and defended him. He was just on um, the People's Pundit with Richard Barris. And uh, yeah, man, he went a little bit more in depth. And uh, I'm just glad that he's so, dude, I'm hoping Ken Paxton will be Trump's AG. If he wins in twenty twenty four, I think that'd be fantastic. I stand with him over the bushes. I know, dude. Yeah, no, Ken Paxton is, is one of the one of the few, maybe one of the only Attorney Generals in the country that's actually holding the branding re- Brandon regime accountable. You know, this is the guy who is you know just giving us massive W's um, in the federal courts in regards to illegal immigration, in regards to the DACA the DACA bitches, so on and so forth. So insanely important, man, and dude. This would be almost as disastrous if he were to be impeached successfully and removed from office, because it only takes the major- like a basic majority, like a simple majority. So even if it was like plus one person, uh, <laughs> plus one vote against Paxton, he'd be gone. This would be as disastrous as Trump losing in 2020. Like it'd be that bad. Uh, fortunately, he's here to stay. And I didn't get to watch the trial. Uh, I saw clips here and there, especially from uh, the People's Pundit. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, the whole case sucked, but this is what they're going to do. They're going to continuously fuck with people who are America first. They're going to go after the, you know, the dissident, right. They're going to go after, uh, you know, basic podcasters are going to go after ag- state AGs that are holding the Brandon regime accountable. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is to be expected, but no, I'm glad that this happened this way. Um, it would have been nice to see president Trump be a little bit more vocal um online about this I mean it, it kind of was but I don't know I just I don't think it was enough so a little bit More on President Trump uh, Kind of on the topic of uh, impeachments and Indictments and all that so CNN politics Trump's Indictments and in mugshot are Deepening his supporters anger And revving up their support oh Yeah absolutely I cannot wait to vote for President Trump in 2024 I will enthusiastically Vote for him he has my Um unwavering support and a uh, full-throated endorsement. The frogs endorsed president Trump for president in 2024. So Phil Jensen wore a bright red t-shirt with Donald Trump's mugshot and, and never Surrender" printed on it to the former president's rally in rapid city, South Dakota. Last week, the longtime state legislator uh, loved the shirt so much. He planned on giving half a dozen to his friends and family. He looks defiant, Jensen said of the photo. Let's see if we can find a picture of that photo. Oh, okay. So, this is, I guess this is him. Is this a video? Can we watch this?
2: Febreze. Hi. I keep ah. my home fresh with Febreze. Right, I apologize
0: for that. Well, I'm going to read some of these comments while that shit plays. If you're not on the FBI watch list, you are kind of lame. Uh, I i agree, biggest is Frogs are America's greatest ally. They are. They really are. All right. When's this Febreze bullshit over with? Come on. Come on. Speaking of which, I gotta get some bottles of this stuff and spray it on my carpet. I just carpet clean that shit. Oh my fucking God. Three, two seconds.
1: And Trump is known for spending his time at rallies sharing, sharing his various grievances. Uh, are we expecting him to introduce any new policies this evening to, to help the American people?
2: No, in short, no. And there might be a reason why he doesn't feel he necessarily has to. We spent some time talking to people who are coming into this theater to ask them what they want to hear. What policies do you want? One woman did say she wants him to address inflation, but she doesn't expect any policy to come out of it this evening. What they want to hear from him is the fight. There are people who are wearing his mug from Fulton County. I want you to listen to what they told us.
1: This is a picture of Trump at his Yeah,
0: finest. I should probably skip to these. Uh, but yeah, no, I just wanted to uh, quickly address one thing. What, what people generally want to hear, they generally want to hear about the serious shit going on in the country. The human rights abuses in Washington, D.C. That's a pretty fucking big one. Um, you know, their kids being sent off to die in Ukraine or the Middle East or some other shithole country. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this invasion on the southern border, we got fucking, it's not even just like, you know, it used to be just Mexicans, which is like, you know, whatever. But now it's like Asians and people from fucking Africa, people from the Middle East, people are all over the fucking planet. I think some aliens are fucking, like actual aliens from outer space are fucking slipping through the goddamn uh, border. And the, and then, of course, inflation. Yeah, th- these are important issues. And you contrast and compare that to the the DeSantis campaign or any of these other campaigns are talking about, you know, wokeness, this, you know, this bullshit term wokeness. Um, I personally don't really give a fuck about any of that stuff. And it's mostly because like I don't like, you know, woke culture. We all know what that means when I when I say that, right? I don't like that stuff. However, I don't really necessarily like to bitch about it either. I just ignore it altogether, which is why I come into conflict and butt heads with some of my fellow contemporaries. Because they make a lot of money, they're very—it's very lucrative to constantly bash wokeness, whatever that may mean to them. And um, and while they simultaneously do that, they enrich the companies that they claim to hate or they pretend to hate, like Disney, for example, or Netflix. Um, you know, they—they, they, you know, a lot of these anti woke culture warriors, they use very powerful language. Against a handful of these smooth talkers in Hollywood, and the TV industry, and so on and so forth, yet their entire existence relies on the existence of these things. So they continue. So they not only consume those products, and then they report back to their audience what they experience. They consume the products. They they prop it up. They advertise for it, almost directly. And it just, you know, it's like the perpetual. It's like a, it's like this vicious cycle. It's very dishonest, very, very sneaky. And I, I just don't like it. Me, I, I've never, ever in my life, not even once paid for Netflix in any way, shape, or form. That includes Hulu. That includes all those fucking networks, all those streaming platforms. Don't fucking do it. Disney products, do not consume. Star- Soy Wars, not about that life. You know, people wanna bitch about wokeness in the classroom. Yeah, it's pretty serious. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. But it isn't what's, you know, occupying the most space in people's minds. It's the economy, it's the war, it's the human rights abuses. And the thing about the school shit, and Star Wars and all that bullshit, it's like, dude, the solutions are pretty simple. It's like, okay, well, I don't have to pay for those services. I don't have to send my kids to the to these fucking shitty public schools where the teachers are preying on the children, they're grooming the children. You know, homeschool them. You know, f- private school. Uh, granted, it's out of reach for a lot of people, but dude, like, figure it out. Figure it out. Let's see. Best economy in our lifetime. I'm going to assume that's cheeky. His policy is what he did already. I know, right? Uh, Shapiro literally reviews woke films. Oh, yeah, dude. Ben Shapiro is one of the greatest advertisers of so-called woke movies. MTMG, right? Shapiro eats autistic conservative uh, attention. Oh yeah. Shapiro and Walsh made more people watch Barbie to own the conservative chuds. Yeah, probably true. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be a, a massive chud l. It's like an indirect l though, because like the the chuds didn't really care, but now people are like wa- consuming this product to own the chuds, and the chuds are just like. Their collateral damage in this quest to make money off of right-wingers. It's like, I don't know. Uh, Friedrich Marx, let's go. I agree. I'm drinking water tonight. No alcohol. All right, so we got to talk about Russell Brand. Oh, shit, no, not Russell Brand yet. Illegal aliens. They're everywhere. And we're going to get through this really quick. Hundreds of migrants line up daily at New York City Fed Building, desperate for services and benefits. Dude, isn't this hilarious? Illegal aliens can, can march up to the New York City federal building and with their hands out, getting services right away. But we have an army of homeless people laying on the streets, needles on their arms, dying. We got veterans who serve this country. And there's no, you're, no one is aching. To assist those people. But these illegal aliens, these fucking intruders, these invaders. You know, I'm gonna describe this crowd to you guys. Fat, overweight. You know, they look healthy to me. I mean, you might got a little bit of you got obesity there, you got some diabetes there, maybe pre-diabetes. Um, none of these people, they're they're all well groomed, none of them are are unkempt. They got clothes on, they're well dressed. Well, I wouldn't say well-dressed. Their fashion sense is shit. But, uh, yeah, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, we're fleeing our country. We're refugees. We're seeking asylum. From fucking what? The gingerbread man? Chef Boyardee? These fucking fat people. They look way better than all of our homeless people. The homeless population would never look this good. And these people look like shit because of the deliberate choices. Homeless people don't get to choose how they look. They're fucked. Hundreds of asylum seekers flock to Lower Manhattan Federal Building in the pre-dawn hours each day in a desperate bid to get benefit services and keep uh, keep court appointments as confusion continues to reign during the Big Apple migrant crisis. The massive queue, nearly entirely made of migrants, bust to the five boroughs from the U.S. border. By the way, the five boroughs... Those boroughs are leaning more populist these days, and now they're being flooded with illegal aliens. Funny how that works. When they start trending away from the the Democrats, now all of a sudden they're they're fucking dropping these illegal aliens off in the the five boroughs. People who aren't from the East Coast just don't really understand that area. So I don't I won't elaborate further. A massive queue, nearly entirely made up of migrants. Yeah, of course it would. Busted the five boroughs from the U.S. border forms outside the Jacob K. Javits, federal building every morning. Dude, this line is very long. Dude, this looks at like the lines I used to see walking by Apple stores. All these nerds would be like, we need to go get the iPhone. Well, these people are like, we need to go get free housing. We need to get a free house from the federal government. Giovanni's going to pay for it. We're going to get a free, we're going to get an Obama phone. We're going to get free food. We're going to get free fucking McDonald's. And we're going to get even more fat. Disgusting. At least 300 stood outside the federal building by 7 a.m., most of them migrants whose journeys began in Ecuador, Nicaragua, Honduras, or Venezuela, or as far as Russia, Nepal, Pakistan, and India. What the fuck? Yo, if there's any sexy Russian hoochies out there, there's exceptions to the migrant invasion, right? Some cutie Russians? Not a problem. Everyone waits in one huge line, but once at the front door uh, people are filtered in different directions by staff depending on where they need to go or turned away entirely if their papers are not in order or they have come to the wrong date. Among the throng were migrants who arrived from the border to the Big Apple and are required to register with immigration. Blah, 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 All right, so what else is going on with these fuckers? Uh, yeah, socialists want to hit New Yorkers with new migrant taxes. So it's it did again. We are going to be paying for this. Literally, figuratively and literally. We're going to be paying for these fucking squatters living in this country, residing in this country. Let's see. Uh, let's read some of these comments. I had Netflix till, the, uh, till they did the perverted kid movie a few years ago. Gluttony is a sin. It's third world drip fire. Uh, to be honest, they they just look like the, the current stock of Yankland, Fat, Lazy, Bad Health, and uh, Entitled. They are deaf USA citizens. Dude, those are not USA citizens. Uh, U.S. homeless people eat worse than third world homeless 7-Eleven diet uh, yeah probably well actually yeah maybe maybe let's see socialist state lawmakers are itching to impose new tax increases to cover the ever increasing cost of migrants in the Big Apple dude who voted for this Why don't you do a ballot initiative? Hey, do you want to to have more money from your paycheck taken out and we're going to give it to people who are illegally into the country, who did the Macarena across the fucking country and are pretending to be like victims of, of who knows what. There's not like some great war that we started south of our border. It's not mad. It's fine, guys. There's nothing going on down there. Those countries aren't shitholes. They're beautiful countries. Why do they need to be here? Latin America is pretty fucking big. And then there's like, you know, people from like, you know, the Middle East and Africa. Dude, the African continent is is like insanely large. Like it's unfathomable. Like it's like I can't even describe it with words. It's so large. Why do they need to be here? Um, it's obvious that there's a nefarious intent. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is just New York, but this is it's very likely this is gonna start happening everywhere and all and The response, you know, it depends. Are Americans willing to fight for the survival? Are your survival instincts going to kick in? Do you have the will to fight and preserve your people, your heritage, your life? Because this looks like hell. What is happening in New York. We should increase taxes... Because it's economically just policy to offset all costs for our state to function, said state senator Julia Salazar. Julia Salazar is going to be a U.S. senator one day. This woman is going to be important. She might even occupy an important position in the White House one day. Julia Salazar, this is a this is one of the rising stars within the Democratic Party. And she's talking about stealing money from American citizens. Granted, they're stupid because they're New Yorkers, right? You're New York politics. You get what you ask for, bros. State Senator Jabari Brisport says he is still full steam ahead with new taxes. Left-wing Dems have derided cutting services to pay for migrants as a false choice. A reminder, this is a choice. We are cutting services for New Yorkers when we could tax the rich. Don't blame migrants for lack of leadership. Disgusting. It's Kathy Hochul. You know, dude, New Yorkers, you guys could have fucking, you could have had Lee Zeldin in there. Yeah, you may not agree with his policies. Maybe it turns you off that he he was endorsed by Trump. He, he, he's, he was good friends with Trump. But he loves, Lee Zeldin loves New York. Kathy Hochul, this fucking gremlin-ass, witch-ass-looking bitch, she only cares about herself and her career because she's a selfish woman, like most women, the ultimate feminist, she looks like a villain from the Hunger Games. Like she's gonna like take advantage of like, you know, the youth and shit. You know, do some shady evil shit. This is a crime denier. She denies that there is serious crime occurring in New York and that the right wing or whatever Republicans, conservatives, are embellishing the horrible things that we see on Twitter, on Facebook, etc. They don't give a fuck. You know, and it's like. New York City and many parts of New York are already insanely diverse. And the importation of all these illegal aliens is literally just displacing magic Americans. Now, I live in the Southwest. I'm from California. And there's a dark part of California that people don't understand exists. This dark reality. There are elements of California that are 100% captured and controlled by the Mexican cartel. And there are neighborhoods that were historically black and they're pushing out black people into even more ghetto parts of the, the state, ghetto parts of certain uh, counties. And there's a lot of gang violence between magic Americans and uh, the Mexican cartel or just Mexicans, whatever. There's a lot of racial animus there. There's a lot of hatred there. There's, you know, there's like this, this this, fake phony narrative that like all these races, you know, they're all like joining forces in a weird roundabout way. Maybe the smarter ones are, but on the fucking streets, that's just not the reality, man. And it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. And you know what? I mean, I don't want to say we're going to see, you know, like the black population or the magic American population. I apologize. Rise up and join our ranks? But, I mean, is it impossible? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think nothing is impossible, but is it likely? Maybe. A week, maybe. Dude, check out this video. So Chicago is also dealing with the same shit. Residents are now begging local politicians to close the borders of Chicago. To stop illegals coming from Texas. 96% of this neighborhood voted for Biden. We warned you.
2: I wanted to know if there is a capacity limit and what is, what is that limit if there is one and what is, why can't we close the borders of Chicago or the state of Illinois in the first place? Why can't we close the borders?
0: Yeah, so it's a big room. They're having a fucking meeting. Everyone's, they're clapping to closing the borders of Chicago because black Americans are going to be displaced. Do they know what's happening. When it happens to white people, they don't give a fuck. White Americans getting shot up by the cartel, drugs being pumped into their communities—they don't give a shit. But now it's just—it's in their face, and they can't ignore it. They want to close the border to Chicago. Fancy that. Let's continue. I don't know if there's a limit.
1: I do know that when you are seeking asylum. You are granted protections from the U.S. to not return. So that is the process that folks are going through when they come here and they get their interview. And then the Texas governor sends them to Illinois and specifically Chicago.
2: So they get to come once
0: they do an interview in Texas, they get to come. Oh, fuck. God damn it.
1: So, So that is the process that folks are going through when they come here and they get their interview. And then the Texas governor sends them to Illinois and specifically Chicago.
2: So they get to come, once they do an interview in Texas, they get to come regardless. Texas says you're an asylum seeker, you're being persecuted, so yeah, you can leave your country and come here and go wherever you want. Not Texas.
1: This is the federal government is the one that does the process around asylum seeking. It is Texas who is making the decision to send them to Chicago.
2: And that's what I wanted to know. Can we say, no, we won't take any more?
1: It has to come from the federal government
0: Yeah, can we say we won't take any more All over the country Every state is a border state This is a full-blown invasion This is the complete and total destruction Of black Americans And people of European stock This is uniquely only happening in Canada Europe And of course America And it's not just Western people, black Americans who have every right to exist and to preserve their neighborhoods, protect their neighborhoods, protect their identity, they're being destroyed. Bobbleheaded woman, biggest as dick is as you're right. Cause what she was saying is ridiculous, but it it highlights how fucking desperate these people are. And they voted for this though. So how much sympathy could I have for this group? I mean, the borders are wide open. We've all seen the videos. They're flooding in here. Like the fucking dam broke. And it has changed the texture of this nation beyond any recognition. I thought I would never see anything like this in my lifetime. Even though I was kind of prepared for it because I've read The Color of Crime. I've listened to Jared Taylor. I've listened to Colin Flaherty. May he rest in peace. But I mean, this is it. If president Trump does not become the president again, and if we don't do mass deportations, if we don't seal that fucking border and build the wall, if we don't assist our allies with helping them to preserve their sovereignty and the identity of the people who built these great nations, it's over. There's a nefarious force out there with a centuries-old grudge that wants to snuff out any sense of European identity, whether it be Germanic, Slavic, English. And they're winning. And um, funny enough, the only thing that might sort of correct for this is a massive war. And funnily enough, that might not even happen because the the Democrats' little diversity pets, they're not loyal. They're cowards. They're weak. They're low IQ. The men and women who've won the wars in the past, they've checked out. They've moved on. They're not risking their life or the lives of their children for the regime. I know I'm not. Fuck this country and fuck your wars. I'm not going to fucking get my dick blown off for Israel. Fuck Israel. I don't don't care what happens to them. The base Italian PM literally let Africa. Yeah, I know. Right. I, I had, dude, she spoke a good game. I'll give her that. She spoke a fucking good game. And you know what? You know, fuck the Italians. You guys had the, the, you know, Matteo Salvini was out there stumping for your country. And they betrayed him. France. France is fucked. you got to have Marine Le Pen representing your country and fighting for, for the French identity. And they fucking betrayed her too. I knew she was sad after her Ukraine take. Oh man, I know. A bad, yeah. I don't know what she said about Ukraine. It was probably stupid. You know, because she's a woman because conservatives are bigger cowards than the invaders. Imagine thinking the right ain't cucked. Co- dude, I I dude, I call cookser- conservatives cuck almost all the time now. Because I'm so disillusioned with the right. I call them cuck servants I don't know they're fucking cowards. A lot of them are cowards. And a lot of them are just straight-up cucks. Ben Shapiro, for example, he called the Palestinians you know, like Less than sewage. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I'm, I'm not saying it verbatim. I, but you wrote an article just saying the most disgusting, hateful shit about the Palestinian people who are being occupied, who are being, you know, you know what, decided by the Israeli government, by Mossad. And, and he, he also emphasized the need to preserve the Israeli identity, to preserve the Israeli people. I've seen photos of Israel. You know, they look like happy, healthy, wonderful people. Very unique culture, and maybe it should be preserved. I don't know too much about the. I don't fucking care. But they, he wants to preserve Israeli identity in that part of the world. They have a right to be there. They have a right to exist. They have the right to impose themselves onto the Palestinians. However, when it comes to America, which was uniquely built by you know the English, the Irish, the Italians, the Germans, yada yada yada, all of a sudden he's like, I don't give a fuck about the Browning of America. He's like, fuck those people. I want, to, I want six grillion people to flood into this country so I can sell them bedsheets and sell them VPN services and fucking raid shadow legends and Air Jordans and other fucking cheap bullshit that doesn't matter. That is Ben Shapiro. And that is a big bulk of the right. I'm going to sell them fucking coffee. Fuck you. Let's see. Italian PM, uh, like Italian prime minister, like Boebert proved women cannot be conservative. A hose, a ho. Yeah. T- we'll, we'll get into that, man. How did America become cowards? What changed? Is America not the same people that stormed the beaches of Normandy? What happened? Ooh, thinking emoji. Yeah. The people were replaced. The, just plain and simple, man. You know, you look at photos of some of like the men, mostly men who, who like built these giant mammoth cities. You know they they did amazing things. Like those people are gone, man. And anybody of that caliber, if they're smart, they're avoiding. They're avoiding the the fucking regime and and the scheme that they're plotting, whatever it is that they're planning to do. They're avoiding it at all costs. I'm avoiding it at all costs. Again, I don't give a fuck if the Russians invade. I don't give a shit if the Chinese invade. Not my fucking problem. I'm not getting involved. I don't give a shit what they do overseas. I hope Putin wins. Fuck Ukraine. Yeah, anything that hurts the regime... And people don't understand. Dude, the weaker the regime, the safer I'll be. The more free I'll be. It's like, oh, dude, we're going to lose the next war. Good. Good. If the, the military is weaker, it's going to be harder for them to oppress us. Look what they're doing now to innocent Americans in Washington, D.C., in the D.C. prison. They're literally torturing Americans. It's so distressing... God, man, I'm going to be thinking about the innocent Americans that are detained in Washington, D.C. right now, many of whom have not even been charged with a crime, and they're, they're locked in solitary confinement. I'm going to be thinking about them when I vote in November. And, um, man, dude, the only way I don't fucking vote for Trump is if he's like, oh, yeah, those J6ers, fuck them. If he says he's not going to pardon them, I wouldn't vote for him. I'd be like, fuck it, just destroy everything. What else we got here? We got a little bit more. Yeah, but on, good, on, a, on a happier note, federal judge again declares Obama-era DACA program unlawful good. Let's deport the DACA bitches. I'm so fucking sick of their smug attitude. And it's just they act like they're fucking better than everybody else. You're not. It's like, yeah, I get, I get the whole, like, you know, philosophy. It's like, well, they, they were little babies when they came here. So fucking what? Get out. If you guys are so smart and brilliant... Go make your countries great again. Go make your, your, your home countries everything that you are, stunning and brave. It's like you don't have to be here. You don't dig white people. A lot of these DACA bitches just espouse the most racist, hateful shit towards people of European stock, people of European heritage. Then fucking leave. You're amazing. I'm going to concede the point that you're amazing, you're stunning and brave. Go. Go. I believe in you. You're gonna do wonderful things. A federal judge in Texas ruled Wednesday that a regulation intended to preserve the Obama era uh, deferred action for childhood arrivals program is unlawful delivering a major blow to the Brandon regime. Last year the administration moved to preserve the program which protects undocumented uh, illegal aliens who are brought to the U.S. as children and released a rule to codify the policy into federal regulation but on In a Wednesday filing, Judge Andrew Hannon of the Southern District of Texas maintained that DACA is unlawful and argued the rule, violated the Administrative Procedure Act, a law that governs how blah, 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 blah. Okay. Get out of here, man. It's like, dude, like when a lot of these people are like, oh, dude, they're just so jealous of me because I'm stunning and brave. Where's Wakanda, bitch? That's what I want to know. See, do we got any more of that? Oh, yeah. We're about to get into Russell Brand. Oh, man. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Really quick. You know, I mentioned aspects of our country have been captured in the literal sense by violent Mexican cartels, violent Latin American gangs. I wasn't being... I wasn't engaged in hyperbole and I'm not fucking making it up or exaggerating. Like it's real. Like here in Vegas, there are certain parts of town that we do not go to because we know who lives there. We know what they're up to. We know how they do it, but we don't go there because we know who runs those streets figuratively. And literally, I remember when I was a, a young I think I was like 18 and 19. I think I was working for the democratic party. I think I was 19. And um, I was in a rough part of town. It was during the day, so I was relatively safe, and I can ch- I can generally uh, blend in with the crowd, you know, with the, with those people. And uh, it's never been an issue. I was never attacked. I never, you know, I was fine for the most part. However, there are certain neighborhoods when the sun starts coming down, the drug dealers, the pushers, they 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 go to their spots and they start doing their shit. It's totally normal in America. You know, I don't know how long this has been happening, but you know, I mean, it's sad to think about that our, our great cities that were created by some of the smartest, bravest people in all of human history has been reduced to a bunch of fucking crack houses, trap houses, gang warfare disgusting i'll defend my family and sell but russia china none of my concern let the feminists get graped and cucks killed maybe russia um making america great again seems like putin loves america more than joe wouldn't surprise me i mean that'd be like a like you know a blessing in disguise it's like okay they're gonna draft you know the the cucks the genuine cucks not like conservatives you know they vote for joke biden again he ends up winning he's like okay great now i got a mandate or he's gonna think he's got a mandate He's gonna start a war with Russia. He's gonna start some shit with some other country. You know, he's gonna to go to war with all the Middle East with Iran, whatever. And the, you know, the little diversity mutts, they are not gonna go out of their way. You know, they're not gonna—they're not gonna fucking enlist to go fight Joe Biden's fucking war. He's not gonna fight for Janet Yellen. They're n- none of them are gonna do that because they got a good. They're—they got their goy slop, which is paid for by myself, by you, the taxpayer. They got their free housing. You know they they got their fucking little stipend. They got their Obama phone. They're playing you know some fucking you know free game on there because that shit's addicting. They don't got to do shit. Why the fuck would they enlist in the U.S. military and fight for a country they obviously don't give a fuck about? And again, I don't blame them. I wouldn't do it if I was them either. I got a free house. I got free money. I got a free phone. I got free internet. I got free college education. I get to party and and grape women. I'll I'll do what Brock Turner, what people pretend Brock Turner did. They know that they're, so they're going to draft them all. And they're going to draft the cucks along with them. And they're going to do it at gunpoint. If you don't fucking fight in our war, your ass is grass. Me, I don't have to fight. I'm never going to fight in any war. Not against people that I don't dislike. I I got nothing against the Russians. I think they're wonderful, beautiful people. So Russia, if you guys come down here, just leave me alone. If anything, I'll help you out. But yeah, they um, they you know my enemies will be drafted and they'll be forced to fight, and it'd be all their fault because they cheered on rigged elections, they they cheered on war pigs like Joe Biden and a handful of the other usual suspects, and again that's what they get, man. No sympathy. Yeah, even JD Vance. Uh, let's see. So Ukraine, JD Vance demands Biden admin reveal info on Ukraine's American transformer spokesperson so this fucking freak is uh speaking uh, dude, I, I've, I've honestly never seen or i've seen the video but i never really listened to it because i don't give a fuck what this person has to say but this sassy transformer what basically a dude male in disguise since the staff of jd vance is keeping a close eye on my twitter i'd ask that the senator kindly back the delivery of ATA CMS to Ukraine. I guess those are missiles to Ukraine, so we can end this war of Russian aggression as quickly as possible and make sure the next lost life is a last lost life of this Geno. You know what? Aside. Mm, okay. So JD Vance, Senator JD Vance, who's super MAGA and has endorsed President Trump. Since I've got your attention, are you slash Ukraine still planning to kill people who engage in speech you don't like, and are there any American citizens on the kill list? This is what we're. This is what we're dealing with, you guys. Uh, so in a weird roundabout way, I'm putting my life on the line by saying the things that I say, because I am anti-war. Um, you know, they're going to come after to me, you know, they're they're going to fucking, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if I'm being monitored by, you know, some foreign intelligence group for my lawful speech. And again, I am pro-Russia and I am against the corrupt Ukrainian regime I have nothing but sympathies towards the ethnic Russians residing in in uh, Ukraine that are being systematically uh, slaughtered, the Don in the Donbass region, and uh, yeah, a lot of these cucks, a lot of these Liptars just want to pretend none of that is happening. BLM would get the job done, LOL. Yeah, probably. Uh, let's see, Uh <laughs> I can't read this, dude. I'm gonna get a, a T96. I'm gonna get a stroke reading all this. Chicago, all blue state. JD Vance is CIA. Look, he was ex. CIA he was you know I had a lot of issues With J.D. Vance During his primary I didn't like J.D. Vance and you know what He never registered A political pulse he was kind of a Boring guy not as boring As uh, you know meatball Ron DeSantis but He wasn't he wasn't good And Trump made fun Of him but he endorsed him inevitably He was kind of throwing some jabs in there And J.D. Vance took it like a man and JD Vance has been a reliable ally in the Senate. Um, you know, just because he's college educated, just because you know he was, you know, from fucking Yale, and yeah, he was the next military dude. Doesn't mean he's bad. I think. I think he's. Uh, I mean, do JD Vance is presidential material? Initially, I didn't believe that, but the dude is proving himself to be a legit fighter, and he's detested among the elite in uh, DC. So. Uh, yeah, not not all people who are college educated are total shitters. You know, some of them kind of break out from, again, I'm college educated. BYU, UNLV, CSN, you know. And uh, yeah, and I have nothing in common with a lot of the people that are, you know, like high up in academia who have that mindset or that background Um, uh, just because I can't, I detest the smugness, especially since I'm more intelligent than they'll ever be. A lot of the people that I went to school with, they don't impress me. They got better grades because they tried harder. I didn't give a fuck. Uh, Notice the thing is being an ex fed. Oh, come on, you're being uncharitable. Once a fed, always a fed. I will admit, once a fed, untrustworthy. I don't trust Baked Alaska. I don't trust some of those proud boys like Enrique Taria, who was an informant. They tried, to, oh, yeah, they, I know they tried to uh, delete RFK in a video game. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to show you guys a video here. Let's remove uh, some of that. Oh, I meandered. So, parts of America captured by cartel. Look at this. Spencer Lindquist. Have you heard about America's largest illegal immigrant settlement? That's said to be a hub of cartel activity. I visited Colony Ridge for the Real Daily Wire to learn about a development that's home to 40,000 to 75,000 people. And is in the midst of a rapid expansion. Look at this, dude. Yeah, this is this is cartel territory in US, on U.S. soil. Yeah, Tim Pool reacted to this. I mean, two put 2.9 million views. This thing went viral. Unbelievable, man. All right, well, just wanted to show you guys that. All right, we got to get into more fun shit. Rambled on about these uh, illegal aliens for far too long. We got to re- delete this. All right, Russell Brand is in the news. Russell Brand, guy's a piece of shit. I fucking hate Russell Brand. I hate my enemies. Russell Brand is my enemy. He is an enemy of Western civilization. He is an enemy of uh, people of European stock. He promotes the destruction of the kinds of people that are responsible for building the greatest civilizations in human history. He's an evildoer. He is a sinner. Now, it's not really my place to judge, but based on his actions and the things that I've seen, it's clear to me that he has everything coming to him. He fucking deserves this. Now, a lot of you know, here's my, this is where I break away from people on the right. While I'm generally warm and cuddly and very friendly and open and I love, I generally love people and this, this channel is for everybody. Again, I got these adorable puppets. That's how committed I am to inclusion here on the channel. However, there are some individuals that are so fucking evil, I can't help but speak the truth about them. And my contention with a lot of people on the right is that they're just easy lays. They're groveling at the feet of this fucking fruitcake, you know, because he espouses some viewpoints that are like eerily similar to like the quartering or myself, or whatever, or Joe Rogan, etc. It's pathetic. Um, Do I believe he did this? Yeah, I actually do. Russell Brand, a Hollywood sexual, knee-deep in the industry, degenerate, drug addict, sex addict, porn addict, Serial bullshitter. And I'm expected to believe that he didn't grape these women. Russell also married a Rothschild. Ooh, fancy that. I told you last year to join the cartels for the Tex Mexican Empire. You thought I was joking. Dude, why would I join them? They would not dig me. Biden gave G the grid codes. Can't make this up. Oh man. t said I have to look into that. I'm not going to go into this article too much, but Katy Perry said she kept real truth about Russell Brand locked in my safe in resurfaced 2013 comments. You know, what's funny about this. I saw a video of Katy Perry in the fetal position, crying like the little bitch that she is because this douchebag, this fruitcake right here, Russell Brand ended up leaving her. He dumped her while they were married. They were married for, um, less than a year. And, uh, Yeah, so now all of a sudden she's like Oh yeah, I got the goods I got the truth But she was so in love with him She refused to speak out So when people are like, oh, Katy Perry's a victim No, she's not Katy Perry is a twat And she protected Russell Brand because she's in love with him She didn't give a fuck That he Took advantage of, abused, raped Committed assault against anybody Because she loves him Because he's a bad boy and he is. I mean, he said, like, he bragged about, like, what, 80 women a month? I don't think I yearn 80 times a month. Let's see what the Rolling Stone has to say. Russell Brand accused of great essay in New Report. Four women, including one who was just 16 at the time, have accused actor slash comedian Russell Brand of sex assault and grape In new report, the allegations against Brand were brought forth in uh, both an article by the Times UK as well as an episode of the Channel Four. Blah blah blah. Okay, who cares? Uh, among the most serious allegations of all is a woman who, at the time of her three-month relationship with the with the then 31-year-old, get him to the Greek star, was allegedly 16 years old. According to the woman, Bran was emotionally and sexually abusive during their time together and at one point forces a uh, little wiener down her throat, causing her to choke. She also claimed that Bran, who referred to her as the child, asked her to read passages of... Vladimir Nabokov's Lolita. Another woman came forward with an accusation that Brand raped her in his Los Angeles home in 2012, while a third woman said she was uh, essayed by Brand, who then threatened her with legal action if she ever went public with the encounter. Before the article published... And the episode premiered, Brand turned on social media Friday to post a video where he preemptively defended himself against forthcoming extremely egregious and aggressive attacks that he absolutely refutes. These allegations pertain to a time when he was uh, working in the mainstream, when I was in the newspapers all the time, when I was in the movies, and as I've written about extensively in my books, I was very, very promiscuous, Brand said in a video. Now, during the time... A promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. Okay. Brand who in recent years pivoted from acting and comedy to podcasting about uh pharmaceutical products and conspiracy theories continue. I don't mind them using my books and my stand-up to talk about my blah blah blah. Okay, so whatever. Uh Biden, uh let's see. Did Russell great people? Yes. Do I care? No, because every victim votes Democrats and dis- <laughs> Wow, pretty remarks, you're going hard on the paint here. You know, it's just like here's the pr- here's my issue with the cuckservant is cuz again fuck Russell Brand, you know, don't fucking care. I hope he goes to prison. I hope they throw him in a fucking prison and he's there for a long time. Cuz that is what I want for my enemies. That is what I want for anybody who's ever promoted the displacement, replacement or the destruction of my people. That's where Russell Brand belongs. So I don't give a fuck if he's innocent or not. Me personally, I think he's guilty. Again, degenerate Hollywood sexual. And these fucking cucks on the right, mind you, these anti-woke culture crusaders, they they fucking hate women so much. They have a stick up their ass about women so much, especially in the media for whatever reason. They just they can't help themselves to be objective into to analyze the situation with an open mind. It's like, oh fuck women, they're 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 liars, hashtag me Too's a fraud, yada yada yada. And it's like, dude, you're talking about a fucking drug addict. A degenerate freak from Hollywood, which all these anti-woke culture cucks talk about ad nauseum. nonstop. Hollywood is woke. Hollywood is evil. They're all fucking kids. Yada, yada, yada. But now Russell Brand, though, even though he was in the fucking industry for, what, decades? Not him. Because he... Because he's got money. Because he gets the views. Because he's got a partnership with fucking Rumble. So they will sell their souls. And kiss this dude's ass. Because it might gave them, give them a little bit of fame and notoriety. It might give, give them a little bit of traffic from Russell Brand's audience. Because they're like, hey, the quartering is defending our guy Russell. We'll go follow him. The Star Wars girl is defending Russell. I'll go follow her. So on and so on. It's kind of like Eric July. All these fucking nerds who bitch about wokeness and and all the stupid shit in comic books, not a single one of them will criticize Eric July's shitty comic book because he's got the money, he's got the clout, he's got the resource, he's got that bullshit warehouse. Why would they? Why would they jeopardize their 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 own clout gaining scheme just so they can speak honestly? They're not going to do that. None of these people are going to do that, but I will cuz I don't give a fuck. we will give it to you guys straight. Yeah, Russell Brand is probably guilty. He probably did do this, allegedly. And and like dude, the right just does this all the time. And they do it because it's it feels good because f- they're so lonely, right? And they're so desperate for for uh, the the approval and affirmation of other people that that are like almost like like legends, right? Cuz you know, despite what people think about fucking Russell Brand, this dude is a rock star. He looks like a rock star, you know, skinny, tight jeans, you know, long, beautiful hair, all that shit. You know, he's a fucking rock star. So when he, so when somebody this cool, who looks this cool and badass, is espousing the same worldview as you, it feels great. So they're not gonna throw this retard into the bus. They did the same thing with fucking Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Promoted violence against President Trump. He promoted violence against his voters. And these fucking useless men, these weak, pathetic men, standing outside the courthouse wanting to shake his hand. They should have just spit in his face. They should have held up signs saying, I hope you go to prison, Johnny Depp. You're a piece of shit. Johnny Depp, again, all these culture cuck warriors, these culture warriors... They're all all like, oh, I'm a base trad con. I'm a base Catholic, bro. Dude, Johnny 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 Depp petitioned the government to release violent Satanists from prison who were convicted, by the way, of torturing, mutilating, and murdering a young child. Johnny Depp was like the main guy leading the charge in that fight to release these Satanists. I forget his real name, but he calls himself Damien, which is like a corruption of the word demon. And they fucking line up to defend him because they got to stick up their ass about women. Fuck the right. The left's just worse. I've, I'm not associated with any of this shit. I, I work alone. But that's who these people are, man. Let's see, see if I have any. You know, there was a great rant from Megyn Kelly. I know Megyn Kelly kind of sucks, you know, but every now and then, you know, she's, she's right. Oh, well, I, I got to read some of these comments before we watch this. Uh, I have a hard time understanding his speech. Yeah. Cause he ta- he talks like a condescending douchebag. Like I've like back when I liked Sam Harris, Sam Harris was actually a sensible person speaking honestly about violence in the middle East violence being introduced into our polite society. And of course Uh, Russell Brand was like, oh, darling, oh, oh, what was the, the the immigrants, oh, you're being xenophobic and fascism, like, fuck off, man, the fuck are you talking to Sam Harris that way, like, show some fucking respect, dude, yeah, Sam Harris sucks, but he used to be an intellectual black belt, let's see, you are soft, I prefer ovens, showers, and gulags for my enemies, I don't know, dude, being locked up." pretty fucking miserable especially when you believe you did not receive a fair trial or if you believe that you're innocent too soft I want every traitor <laughs> God damn, I can't read these you guys you guys are going hard on the fucking paint in the comment sections holy shit I have a hard time understanding conservatives hate women wrong they make my women hate silly but my <laughs> moral and consistent targets like Jocko would say go already uh, I, don't, I don't listen to Jocko Jocko Willink because I assume who you're talking about. Uh, he don't look masculine to me. He looks like the the rainbow people from South, uh from San Francisco. 80s hairband. Yeah, I mean, it's like, look, he's not he's masculine masculine in the sense that like he he acquires a lot of currency and um he bangs a lot of women and you know he he parties hard. So that's where you know he he. Elevates himself. That's where he shines the most, and, and it's alluring to people for whatever reason. Now, if they looked um, like Pantera or Slayer, that would be masculine uh, for rock. This dude is are just twinks. Yeah, I know, I know, man. But but still, let's not be delusional here. There there's an appeal for that aesthetic, and uh, and it's attractive to many people, even people on the right. Um, but yeah, this Megan Kelly rant, pretty good. Again, I know she kind of sucks, but. I saw this and i'm like you know what maybe you got a point
2: oh well, you guys i realize that the knee-jerk instinct now by so many is russell brand is wrongly accused these women are all liars i'm sorry this is extremely detailed and in the case of the other woman there's an actual set of medical records after she went to a rape crisis center the day of the alleged encounter plus apologetic begging for forgiveness text from russell brand Could you please for a second stay open-minded to the possibility that the women are telling the truth? We don't need to so overcorrect from the Me Too movement that every woman gets completely disregarded and called a liar when she finds the guts to come forward and make an allegation. They may be telling the truth. It's worth investigating. We don't need to knee-jerk condemn him, and we don't need to knee-jerk condemn them. I'm just pissed. Because what I've seen is like a rash of guys coming out to be like, it's bullshit. You don't know whether it's bullshit or not. Did you read the report of this woman? Did you read the rape, the alleged rape details? Did you read the text message that she has from Russell Brand begging for forgiveness? There's at least enough for us to want more facts. That's it.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I 100% agree. And you know. To these conservatives, you know, all these fucking dorks, not even just I, I don't know why I'm being unfair to the conservatives, because I know a lot of lefty dorks they like Russell Brand too, you know, for obvious reasons. Because of his uh globo uh for his uh defense of the globalist regime. I'll just leave it at that at that. He um <sighs> fuck, man. He uh Hello. Sorry, I got I distracted by the these comments really quick. Now, if they look like... The, uh, stars are women. They are girls, not manly. All band members are women. Uh, let's see. Megan is wrong. No evidence, but I don't believe the host claiming he did it. I just know he has before to someone. Uh, look. These conservatives, mostly them, they believe this man who went on Tucker Carlson... And said he plowed Obama in the ass. He said he, had, he did drugs with Obama. It's probably true. They have no issues believing that. Barack Obama's wife is on TV with a massive fucking chubby. It's a penis for those who don't know what I mean. Joan Rivers comes out on TV. She was recorded. It says that that person is a man. And then she dies shortly afterwards. So people have no problems believing those things. But they can't for a second believe that Russell Brand, a supreme degenerate, is capable of doing this. It's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. And and dude, like Again, I'm all for due process, fairness, everybody getting justice, everybody being treated equally. But to my enemies, I hope for the worst. You deserve the worst. People who want to see me destroyed, I want Russell Brand to suffer gravely for the things that he's done to people like me, to the things that he's helped to manifest into the real world. Russell Brand is pro-suffering and finally he's getting a dose of his own fucking medicine and I love it. I'm all for it. It's true. Ask Larry Sinclair. He got the receipts. Tucker knows. I I believe it, dude. Yeah, Obama's kind of fruity. I never liked the guy. I voted for the prick in 2012 and that's it. Only because Mitt Romney was objectively worse and that still holds true to this day. We all get blown by Barry while doing some coke, or just us commie party the gens. Personally, I like making black. <laughs> Don't do I can't read this. Friedrich Marx, you're out of control, bud. Also, breaking news: Russell Brand, YouTube has suspended monetization on Russell Brand's channel for violating its creator responsibility policy. Now, this is actually, I disagree with. Yeah, this is NBC reporting it as well. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, so he's not allowed to make money anymore because these women, uh, apparently, their accusation is is enough to derail the career, the online career of this idiot. The BBC also pulled some of the British star's shows from its streaming services following the rape and sexual assault allegations against a comedian who has uh, developed into a wellness and conspiracy influencer. He's an influencer. Dude, if someone told me that this asshole right here, this fucking fruitcake influenced them I would not want to be around them I would never take them seriously I would think that they suck and that they're incapable of original thought and that their existence is vapid and annoying to me and I want them to leave my presence before I fucking uh, have a heart attack or something just from being so frustrated around such a stupid person Russell Brand has denied the allegations and said his relationships have all been consensual Yeah, I doubt that, but, you know, again, doesn't matter if it's true or not. I got a clip of a so-called comedy. All right, everyone in the audience, you let me know if this is funny or not. Uh, Let me see. Am I even allowed to play? Dude, fuck it, we're playing it. It's also misleading. I once watched it for 12 hours. It's really quiet. I apologize. story about foxes. Just stories about immigrants, really. Not even stories. Just shouting.
2: Whoa. Immigrants! You
0: know that an immigrant is just someone who used to be somewhere else. Oh yeah, that's it, that's right. Have you always been there? No, 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 I used to be over there.
2: Ah! Keep still I can't relax if people are moving around. Keep still on the spherical rock in infinite space. Keep still on the spherical rock with imaginary geopolitical borders that have been drawn in according to the economic reality of the time. Do not
0: pause to reflect that free movement of global capital will necessitate free movement. I can't bear this anymore, guys. You get the point, dude. That's who he is. Pure commie Bolshevik nonsense. That's what he promoted. And, of course, he's uh, playing up this caricature of, uh, I guess, what would be an average American who is not down with mass immigration, the importation of, uh, you know, foreign people into their country. And a lot of it doesn't, you know, the, here, here's what Russell Brand doesn't understand. A lot of this has nothing to do with race or animus towards a group of people because of how they look or how they sound or what they believe. or None of that. When you import a mass group of people from another country into yours, You devalue. You depress the wages of the native population. This is mostly an economic thing. And it's not even just like the wages. Because those illegal aliens, they need somewhere to stay. And they all get free housing. So we got Americans who can't afford housing. They'll never be able to buy a home, put a down payment on a home. But these illegal aliens get to live for free on our dime. That's a fucking problem. Um, Healthcare. You know, they're they're flooding into the hospitals and they're receiving all these medical services, all these medical benefits. They don't have to pay for any of it. We do. We pay for that. Um, it's bullshit. So when people are like, "Oh well, we don't like them because you know they're smelly or whatever," that's just not the reality. It, people who talk about this, and again, I I can't stand all these like TikTokers who are like bitching about the economy. They they make the, they do these sob stories online on on these videos, these short form videos, these Facebook reels, whatever. You know, they're like, oh, they're not paying us enough. They're not doing this and that for us. How do you vote? Do you share the worldview that Russell Brand has? Because if you do, you're basically voting for your own demise. You're supporting the the, the, the depression of your own wages. You're, you're supporting importing people who will inevitably replace you. Why would they want to hire some whiny American when they can just pay somebody who just got into the country And they can pay them under the table, and it'll be a lot easier, and it'll cost them way less. They voted for this. They wanted this. And the funny thing about Russell Brand having this opinion, Russell Brand doesn't have to compete with illegal labor. Russell Brand, again, there's not many guys who look like him. Dude looks like a rock star. He's got the 80s hair, you know, somebody in the comments mentioned. He can sing, he can act. He can speak. He can do all kinds of things. He's very talented. Even though he's a fucking scumbag and he's all the awful things, the dude is talented. So it is a luxury, it is a privilege to have this opinion. Why does he give a fuck what happens to someone like me or some of my buddies who are contractors or work in construction? He doesn't have to compete with the legal labor, but my friends do because his worldview Promotes the idea that we can just import tens of millions of people into the country because of some bullshit egalitarian fucking ethos that he holds dear to his black heart. Give me a break, man. Sorry, as real commies get off the chain sometimes. Better do some field work in the gulag to settle down. Yeah, where you belong, Friedrich Marx. Back in the gulag. I don't know, maybe it's too edgy <laughs> saying I hope fucking uh, Russell Brand goes to prison. I just, I fucking hate these people that, that want to do this to us. And we're at that point, man, where it's unavoidable. I mean, I just saw this hilarious video of a sister saying that she's like, yo, white people, like, where's the white supremacy at? Like, bring that back. Dude, she's asking for that to be brought. I, don't, I know the video is like kind of a joke, but I mean... Are they really? I mean, there's truth to these jokes. Like a good joke, like a funny joke, it's funny because it's either insanely absurd or because there's elements of truth to it—an uncomfortable truth that can't just be uttered. It requires a hook. It requires a punchline. It requires a certain delivery. That's what makes a a good joke a good joke. Um, I should have saved it, but it might have been too spicy. So, also on the topic of uh, grapists uh <laughs> sound of freedom hero Tim Ballard accused of sexual misconduct against seven women so the guy who's like i need to go and save these venezuelan children uh apparently he's uh <laughs> now he's he's getting the me too treatment who would have thought um oh man i don't know dudes it's probably bullshit i mean he's a mormon every mormon i met has been an upstanding an upstanding person of uh, great moral character um yeah, man who plays make pretending tells productive workers how to live. Okay, parasites keep telling. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Russell Brand is a fucking parasite. In the grand scheme of things, the dude's a parasite. He deserves everything bad that happens to him. All right, so Lauren Boebert. um, Man, I mean, what can I say about this that hasn't already been said already? So, on one hand, I don't really give a shit what she was doing. On the other hand, the, the, the knee-jerk reaction from the left is actually quite telling. Because they're like, oh, you know, she was grabbing at her date's dick. And there were, like, thousands of children in attendance. I don't see a fucking single kid in this video. In uh, the footage that I saw, but I'm sure they're probably there. It's Beetlejuice. But, again, little kids don't like Beetlejuice, so what the fuck? But, anyways, um, they're, it's all hyperbolic. And then, of course, the date was, like, grabbing at her uh, wonderful You know, very supple titties. Uh, Let's see, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't see any children here. Yeah, dude, she's just a trashy woman. She's just a trashy single mom. She's vaping in a fucking theater, which is a huge no-no. You don't do that in a theater. You know, there's still a little bit of decorum and class expected of you in some places in America, and the theater is one of them. Don't act like a trashy teenager in heat. Fucking Lauren Boebert. Dude, she's going to lose. She's not going to be a congresswoman after this. I'm predicting it right now. Doesn't matter. She, she could get primary. Dude, the best thing for the Republican Party, primary this woman. Primary her. Because she sucks. If she's the nominee again, also, I'll tell you this. Trump is not going to endorse her. She will not win, and she will not be endorsed by Trump. So calling it right now. But yeah. But the left's response, let's beat up on them for a little bit. Disgusting, to say the least. When the right rightfully protests these disgusting fruitcakes, these rainbow people, waving around their tiny wieners in front of children, showing their buttholes to kids, putting on the most erotic displays imaginable in, in broad daylight in public at official sanctioned events. Some of them Endorsed by the government They're like oh, Get over it you fucking prudes That's what they tell us It's like oh you guys are overreacting You know it's just a bunch of grifters Yada 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 So uh Disgusting fat rainbow people These drag performers In front of little kids That's cool But Lauren Bobert, Being a trashy single mom that's where you draw the line. That's a bridge too far for these, uh, these, these libtards. All right. Yeah. This just goes to show just how fucking out of whack and detestable both sides of the, the political spectrum are in regards to this, this specific incident. Um, cause everybody is just the, everyone's all over the place on this. And, um, I think she should be primary. She should not be a Congresswoman anymore. Not only that dude, like you're a Congresswoman. You're saying you left your husband. She made the yeah, of course she left him. And and you're acting like this and you have four kids. Think about your children. They're going to get teased and they're young too. They're going to get teased because she's acting like a fucking a 304 in public. Absolutely pathetic. I mean I'm disappointed more than anything. Cuz this is somebody that I've op- I've openly enthusiastically defended. And I was almost heartbroken when I thought she was going to lose her, uh, lose her, the general election in 2022. She barely eked it out. Like, like a week later or whatever. She barely eked it out, pulled it out of her ass. And I'm like, I hope you learned your lesson. I was thinking to myself, I hope you learned your lesson. I hope you're going to take this job a lot seriously because you're, you're a little fucking gimmick in your behavior. It's not funny. It's not cute. Like the people need to be serious about what's happening in this country. Especially if you're an elected representative, um, <laughs> I don't. Dude, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I love Bobert. The girl proves no such thing as a conservative woman. 304s be three o No, I don't. I don't. I, I'm going to disagree with you. I mean, there's there's good ones out there. Just Bobert ain't one of them. Of course, she's uh, the the new excuse. Man groped by uh, Lauren Boebert. I'm saying her name, Bobert during Frisky Beetlejuice Day. Owns a rainbow-friendly bar that hosts drag shows. This is who she's getting with, guys. Unbelievable. He's been quietly dating Boebert. Okay. Let me see. Do I have any more on that? See if we can find anything funny. Although I got to delete some of these. Oh, yeah. Somebody said the frogs are our greatest allies. Dude, check this out. Uh, shops display frogs to keep out the gypsies. The the jig is up, guys. They know why we uh, are all about the green life. It's to thwart the... to To deter those gypsies. <laughs> oh, God. I just saw that. I thought it was pretty funny. Let's see, Lauren Boebert, um, oh yeah, right here, isn't this interesting, alright, so again, her being groped, Lauren Boebert being groped in public by a romantic partner, consensually might I add, even though it was trashy, it was still consensual, y'all remember this clip, this little girl right here, this little girl had her nipples pinched by, Joe uh, joke Biden, And people, these libtards, all these fucking uh, astroturfed creators on the left that are propped up by the DNC to defend the man. Look at this, and this is her grown up. Uh, Let me see. Can I zoom in on this? No. Well, I'm gonna summarize this. She she's on Instagram. They found her, and they asked her about this, and she said it was uncomfortable. She felt violated. But she couldn't speak out because of of her social circle, her family social circle, they're all Democrats. So for her to come out and say, Joe Biden, dork Brandon, he pinched my nipples in this moment. On video. By the way, she doesn't have to say anything because we we can see it clearly. We know what he's doing and we know why he's doing it. Because she's a cute little girl and he's a fucking old disgusting pervert. And he loves putting his hands on little children. Much like his son. Like, who the fuck are these people? Jesus Christ. So the same people who are losing their mind and calling for Lauren Boebert uh, resignation for indecent behavior in the dark theater are the same people who didn't have a problem with Biden pinching little girl's nipples. On the camera, and not only voted for him, but still support him. Their hypocrisy is astonishing. It sure is. Yeah, two adults... Engaged in fucking teenage behavior versus creepy old man and little girl. Disgusting. Democrats, you sicken me. Women that uh, politicians are politicians or in the public eye cannot be conservative. A conservative woman does not want to be seen or heard in the public. I heard your plea. I spare you. I want a uh, leg hair, Joe. <laughs> oh, goodness yeah yeah so I don't know all right let's get rid of some of these uh, bookmarks. oh, this tweet was deleted the fuck, so i can't I can't remove from my bookmarks, whatever uh all right, we have some single mom cringe, hopeless romantic, let's match. I'm looking for long term absolutely no hookups. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I thought my jokes were funny. Holy shit! Yeah, so she's like telling her, uh, you know, an uh, interested party. You know, I just want to let you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm not look. I'm looking for something long term. Let's, I want to get to know you first. No hooking up whatsoever. I bet she didn't grant Tyrone that courtesy though. another one up here. Look at this shit. I'm, th- dude, <laughs> I'm 37 this year. I've been single for most of my life and I'm living with my parents again. My job doesn't light me up, but it pays well. I have savings and it supports a life I love. I traveled the world, which is basically code for I uh, fucked a dude in every country that I've been in and worked overseas for 12 years. Oh yeah, of course you did. And kept making choices that nobody else my age were making. Even if I could, I wouldn't change any of them or where I am now. You have to live the life that you want and not make choices because you think you should. Again, this woman, this thirty-seven-year-old, is saying, "I don't regret a thing," but those eyes would suggest otherwise. Of course, posted by Under Chronic. Yeah, does this look like somebody who doesn't regret regret the choices in their life? (laughs) Lady, you can lie on the internet, but you can't lie to the internet. And a lot of people will do their best to, you know, put up this front, you know. I know what it's like. I used to put up a front. I remember I got my my luxury vehicle, and I thought it was so cool. And, I, and it was a cool car. It was a really beautiful car. It is a beautiful car. But, boy, did I fucking regret it. It was just so fucking expensive. It, it almost, like, hurts my heart. Thinking about how much fucking money I spent on it. And, like, whenever somebody's like, oh, I'm going to go buy a Tesla. Oh, I'm going to go buy a fucking Raptor. I'm like, dude, don't waste your fucking money on a car. It's the, most, the dumbest thing you can fucking buy. This is coming from somebody who owns a luxury vehicle. Like, I own it, own it. And it's like sitting in my garage because I'd rather drive my motorcycle. So when she tells me, oh, yeah, I love my job. I have no regrets. And then I look into her soulless eyes. What what do they call it? A thousand cocks Dude, this is somebody who didn't hit the wall. They crashed into it. And you're not fooling anybody. Nobody believes you. And uh, you know what's so funny? Like, I remember growing up in college, there was a lot of propaganda. I, I remember this vividly. There's a lot of propaganda against women, young girls, not girls, young women in their early 20s who started families. There's propaganda against this group of of people, these group of ladies who wanted to start a family at a young age and they wanted to have a meaningful relationship and, you know, a couple kids or whatever. And the propaganda went something like, oh, you know, one girl or like a group of girls are like, oh we're in college and we're partying it up. And, uh, oh, look at our friend over there, Jane Doe. She's got a kid at home. You know, but in real life though, not in this cartoony leftist, hell that's been propped up, manufactured. A lot of my friends who, who had children young or who have children, just period. Uh, I, I'm, I'm actually glad that I know a lot of really wonderful people and they love their family. They love their babies. You know, they, they love their, their significant other. And, um, they, there's nothing that the, the, the love that they have for each other, you know, the, the family experience that they're, that they're going through in this life. Um, there isn't a college experience that's going to rival that. There isn't a sports car or a fucking giant truck that's going to rival that. You're not fooling anybody. And I I went to college and I liked my education. Like I had a great time in school, but I'm not going to fucking lie to you. The family stuff is more appealing than anything I did in school. The family stuff is more important than anything, than anything this woman has done in her life. If she were to pass tomorrow, would anybody give a fuck about her traveling? Her 12 years overseas, who gives a fuck? I travel and I go shopping. So fucking what? Who gives a shit? Fuck your career. Fuck your stupid life. Oh shit, my internet's fucking crapping out, guys. I don't know what's going on. Hold on, I mean, maybe it's my phone. Alright, it's leveling out. Yeah, I'm disabling Wi-Fi on this shit, on my phone. So it doesn't use a bandwidth. Cars are for transportation. Any other reason makes you low IQ? Dude, believe me, I know. Don't fucking, don't shame me, bro. I, I know I have very few regrets in life Buying a car is one of them And I didn't, dude, alright I'm gonna tell you guys a story about the car Oh man, okay Cause I bought this car out of anger A long time ago My um My mom got cancer And um You know it wasn't looking good She couldn't work anymore she was getting treatment. Of course, she beat the cancer, so she's fine. So don't feel bad. It's a funny story. And um, you know, I was she couldn't work anymore, so she had a car. And I remember, like, I was, I was, I wanted to help her out. I was trying to help the fan, you know, keep things afloat. So I sold my car, and with the money, that I was going to use to, you know, help us get as far as we could with it. So I took her car. She's like, "You can take my car because obviously I'm not driving," you know. Uh, my my sister or whatever, they'll drive me to the hospital to my doctor's appointments, whatever. So I took over her car and I was paying for it. It was like 300 bucks a month. It was, it was a Chrysler S200, super cheap. And, uh, you know, I maintained it. I made sure the thing was looking clean all the time. I detailed it all the time. I love detailing cars. I love, you know, it's what I do. Well, um, so like almost like a six months passes by My mom beats the cancer. Then we're almost at the year mark. And you know, my mom, she likes to travel. so She's like, I'm going to go to California. I'm going to be there for, you know, I'm going to go visit California and I'm going to take the car. I was like, well, but mom, it's like, I, I have a job. You know, I was working at a Tesla at the time. I was like, but I need, a, I need to get to work. How am I going to get to work, mom? She's like, I don't give a fuck. So we got into a fight about it. Like, all right. All right, mom. So we got... One of the last things I told her about this car, the Chrysler, I said, listen, you don't have a fucking job. No, all you got is me. You can't pay for this thing. It's going to fall apart because you're fucking dumb. You don't know how to take care of these things. You're not going to be able to afford it. And they're going to, you're going to get overdraft fees from the bank because when they draft the money that you don't have... It's just going to pile up and pile up. You wanted this. I go to the Jaguar dealership. I got money. Pay for this Jaguar XF. Gorgeous ruby red car. Didn't even take a year. My mother was begging me for money to help her pay for the car. Car kept breaking down. Making weird noises because she didn't get it. The oil change. She didn't maintain it. I took care of everything. That's why I got the car. I bought that car out of anger. And I fucking regretted it. And, um, <laughs> my mom still has that fucking Chrysler, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my car's never broken down. My car doesn't have these problems. I had a flat tire once cause I fucking screw got in there somehow and it's bullshit. But, uh, let's see. You sound like me talking to my mom. Again, I, I love my mom. You know, we've, we've had our problems in the past, right? We've had our issues in the past. And I'm just like, I'm just like, dude, like those little decisions in life can make, like, I just imagine how different would my life be if my mom wasn't selfish and let me just not even keep the car, but like continue to drive it. And I never bought this expensive ass fucking luxury vehicle. What would I do with that money? What would my life be like? A lot of fucking money, you guys. So when someone's like, even if they, like, I got people who are like, like professionals, you know, medical professionals, law enforcement, you know, like they're high up there and, you know, it's like, why are you buying these expensive things, dude? Like, it's not even worth it. Like, like Andrew Tate, that fucking fruitcake, he was like, you know, lambasting that one, uh, that one scammer, uh, Sam Bankman Freed, because he was like, he sold, like, drove like a Prius or some shit or like some, like, Nissan. And he's like, yo, if you were like a billionaire and you ain't driving a Ferrari, you're cringe. And I'm like, I don't know. He sounds pretty fucking smart to me. That's what I would do. Like, fuck that. Dude, you're just just a magnet for the police. You're just a magnet for criminals. Like, I don't want that fucking heat. Like, there was this funny fucking meme, this hilarious meme, where there was a... It's like... (laughs) Oh my god, it's so fucking racist. I, first off, I disavow this racist meme in case you know somebody wants to talk shit. So I disavow it. But it was funny. It made me laugh. It, does that make me a bad person? Doesn't matter. There was like on the left side, it's like a white family, a beautiful two-bedroom, like four-bedroom house, and in the driveway was like a Toyota Camry or like a, a Ford uh, Taurus or something. Some fucking cheap-ass beige-looking vehicle from like the early two thousands. And then on the left. Was like a diverse family In the ghetto Ghetto house, unkempt Lawn looks like shit But in the driveway, they're like two BMWs So fucking funny Had me rolling And um, that's kind of how I live now It's like, I don't have a fancy car I mean, I do, but I don't drive it Can't afford to drive it I I ride a motorcycle Because it costs like 30 bucks a month To keep that thing full And it gets me around everywhere I need to go And it's fucking fun that's another one, one of my regrets in life. I regret not getting a motorcycle sooner. I regret it, man. Oh, God. So, yeah. Um. Now that my internet's stabilized, fuck this woman and her stupid life. And, and like, why are you lying, dude? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Do we have any more 304? Do we got some more 304, 304 cringe that we're going to get into? Um, uh, all right. Let's continue. COVID is back. (laughs) I'm not going to get too much into this article, but just, just again, dude, remember I was one of the few people that was like, COVID is bullshit. This is a fraud. Don't fucking care. Cringe, whatever. Look at this. Sore throat, then congestion, common COVID symptoms follow a pattern now, doctors say. Doctors who treat COVIDs describe the ways the illness has gotten milder and shifted over time to mostly affect upper respiratory tract. Gee, you don't say, God, dude. It's like dude, it was always like this, you guys. It was always like this. Like, this is what trips me up about people, right? I am a firm believer in trusting your heart, trusting your gut instincts, trusting your own eyes, right? I know that's not very scientific, but you are your best ally. So I trust all this. So when I'm being told this is the deadliest thing to ever happen in American, in human history, everyone's dying off, blah, blah, blah. We got to prop up all these fucking bullshit, like inflatable hospital tents or whatever. Nobody used them. Oh my God, dude, it's so terrible. It's like the fucking, the, the dawn of the day. There's like a bunch of bodies piled up in these trucks. I never seen anything like that i never seen evidence of that. You don't understand, dude. The bodies are piling up in the hospitals. During the height of the lockdowns, I snuck into two hospitals. I went in there like fucking Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell. No, fuck that. More like the guy in Hitman. I'm all in disguise and shit. Looking official. I didn't see anybody there. It looked barren. What they were telling on the news was a lie. And people think I'm fucking crazy for coming to my own conclusions. And I told people again, like talking about cars earlier, I have a little bit of expertise in, in not maybe expertise, but I have a little bit of experience with detailing vehicles, painting, etc. Again, I do gun armory work. So if someone's like, hey, will you seracote this thing? I'm like, yeah, I'll seracte it and I'll throw it in a, you know, my little oven and I'll do a slow cure. And it'll be done in like three days, whatever. If I am painting. A upper or lower receiver. And I don't wear a respirator. Let me see. Do I have one here? No, I don't. But I'm not wearing like a proper respirator with like the giant filters on the side. If I breathe in that stuff long enough, let's say I'm reliably Cerakoting, uh, you know, panels for a vehicle or uh, or firearms or whatever the case may be. If I'm not wearing the PPE, I am going to get cancer. And the thing about paint, Cerakote, uh, powder coating, etc. You can physically see that. That cloth mask wouldn't protect you. I asked my father, who's a professional mechanic, and he has experience in this. I'm like, because he's, he's kind of like a cuck, right? So I asked him, would you paint a car wearing that mask? And he said, no. Then why the fuck do you think it's going to protect you against the deadliest virus in the world, in human history? We need to destroy our institutions. We need to destroy the way that we conduct elections. Wear the mask. Fuck you. Not wearing shit. Agent 47, that's the name. Uh, Agent 47 is a frog confirmed. I know, right? Wearing a 10K gold chain in the projects. Oh, dude, I know. It's so pathetic, man. Well, I got hold. Dude, there's a lot of comments here. Hold on, we got to read some of these. Uh, I get Airbnbs near the beach in Venice, um, when I want to take a break from stuff. Is Venice nice? I mean, I see some videos of Venice Beach, and it's like, you know, it's either really, really beautiful and wonderful, or there's like a bunch of homeless people everywhere. So I don't know what is true. My mother did a similar thing. Oh no, yeah, she's not. <laughs> my friend lives in the hood but drives a BMW, crying about, dude, I know, dude, like some of my younger. A while ago, like some of my younger buddies or even just like some friends that I used to play video games online with, like they were like in the military. And then like a few months later, I'd be able to catch up and play, you know, Call of Duty with them or whatever. And then they're like telling me, dude, like they're going to buy a car. I'm like, bro, you don't make shit. I'm not even trying to fucking shit on you. Like, God bless you, man. I hope you're safe and all that shit. Like, you know, you're honorable for doing what you do, but like, do not buy a fucking car because you don't make anything. And it's a fucking money pit. And, like, again, how are you going to enjoy it when you're, like, deployed and you're moving around a lot? Like, dude, it's a fucking nightmare logistically. Like, what are you doing? And so many people fall into that trap. It drives me crazy. Even worse, somebody may... Like, what is the salary of a soldier? Like a like, a, like an infantryman? Like a, like a fucking, like a brand-new recruit? A private or whatever? It's not much. And they still... It's because like, they don't have any expenses. And, you know, they get a super low interest rate with, like, America First Credit Union or some shit. Bro, won't even move... <laughs> Move out of boy kites, uh, boil hides. Uh, uh, let's see, I was promised uh, piles of bodies in the streets. I was gonna make bank cleaning them up. I never made bank because nobody. Uh, uh, disavow it sounds awful. Uh, let's see, I have to wear a gas mask when I paint my guitars. Yeah, dude, you know what's up. I powder coat and sandblast every day. The cloth mask does nothing. I agree. Yeah, dude. Uh, sandblasting? Absolutely not, dude. You got to do the sandblasting in the enclosure. Uh, if you do like uh, sandblasting outdoors, you got to wear the suit. You got to wear the suit, like there's, especially powder coating. Powder coating, well, you can't really do outdoors, really. Um, Venice Beach sucks. Uh, that's why it's cool. You don't have to deal with the expensive uh, beach restaurants. Nine hundred dollars every two weeks, probably. Ooh. Uh, turn off the other screen. MSDC is game. Okay. Yeah, we're done with that. All right. Yeah, like um, like this guy right here, Nate. My little puppet, Nate. Yeah, this guy right here. Um, one of the harshest chemicals that I used to create this puppet here was contact cement. Contact cement is so foul. It is so strong. I have the, the respirator on when I'm creating these puppets, and I... Um, I'm also in my garage and I have the garage door open while I'm doing all the contact cement shit. Like it's pretty brutal, man. It is absolutely brutal. And you know, content creator Adam Krutinger, who's b- battling cancer, you know, he's a talented artist. He's a talented uh, puppet creator. And, um, you know, and, and, and I've seen like so many puppet creating videos, like a lot of these dudes and girls, they're creating these puppets and they are not wearing the PPE. And I know like people are like oh he's a science denier and shit. No, I don't deny science. Um I I just reject nonsense. Um and uh Adam Krutinger, he got cancer. He got it in the head, in the brain. And it's stage 3. So you're sniffing these chemicals. It's not a surprise you get the cancer there. And uh, I hope he I hope he recovers. I hope he he ends up coming out uh, a winner on this. Yeah, Adam Krutinger. The, the puppet nerd. Yeah, he's a good man. He's a good father. I know he's kind of a lib, but he's not a bad person just because he has different opinions. And, uh, and again, this is somebody that I look up to. This is some, no, not Adam Krigler. No, 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 no. I'm Adam Krutinger. Adam Krigler is fine. And Adam Krigler does not create puppets. Um, But yeah, no, Adam Krutinger, he was working on these puppets in an enclosed space. You know, the smell and the shit. And it got him sick, man. All right, well, we got to get into crime. Let's wrap this up really quick. So this is actually kind of a big deal. Um, I can't play the video, but uh, yeah. Ghost bike installed to remember cyclists killed in hit and run crash deemed intentional by police. Okay, so this article from News Now is absolutely true. So this is a, a man from California, a former police chief, I believe. And uh, yeah, some fucking ghetto piece of shit stole a vehicle they recorded this, by the way. They were ramming into other cars. And then this man right here, retired in Vegas, riding his bike, uh, maybe just right next to the sidewalk. And the guy, the ghetto thugs are recording themselves, approaching him at a high speed, and they run him over. He hits the windshield and he falls, you know, flies behind the car and... uh He probably died immediately. And um, I should have gone to this event. Uh, I regret not doing so. And a lot of people came out to, you know, for the memorial. Um, Of course, the police came out and they honored him as well because this is an ex-cop. Las Vegas Review Journal. They get exposed. These guys went soft after Jeff German passed away. After he was murdered by a fucking clerk, a government clerk. Las Vegas Review Journal should be ashamed for this. So, so you want to know some dope shit about Vegas? You want to know the reality of some of the, the seedier aspects of this town? Networking in Vegas is a great site to go to and also a great uh, Twitter handle to follow. Las Vegas Review Journal caught up in cover-up, attempting to make themselves the story. This is what the Review Journal wrote. Retired police chief killed in bike crash. Remember for laugh, love of coffee. Bike crash? That wasn't a bike crash, dude. Those ghetto thugs were doing illegal things. Dude, I can't even say what I really want to say about those fuckers, man. It sucks. Even violent criminals are, are just, they're better off than myself. They're more free than myself. Even in their fucking cages, their physical steel bar cage. They're more free than myself because I can't say what I really believe about them. I can't insult them in a way that is satisfactory to my liking because the FBI will destroy my life and I'll lose everything. The Las Vegas Review-Journal is desperate to blame so-called racist internet trolls after being caught blatantly lying about a man who was targeted and killed by Las Vegas thugs while biking in northwest Las Vegas. As we covered earlier in the week, Las Vegas Review-Journal uh, covered the incident as a bike accident. That wasn't an accident. It was intentional. When we called them out and reported on the fact that they knew full well it was an intentional murder, they had video footage proving it. They held it uh, in internal meetings and forced the reporters to take to social media and claim our reports were part of a coordinated campaign by internet trolls spewing hate. This man deserves better. And, um, right now it's me. I'm going to just call it as it is and stand up for this man who can no longer stand because he's six feet under. Look at this. They, they changed everything. They changed the URL because <laughs> a bike crash, it was a bike accident. Old URL, new URL, retired police chief killed in a heat and run. Remembered for laugh, love and coffee. The old URL, retired police chief killed in bike crash. remembered for la- laugh. But don't take our word for it. It can still be found on the Internet Archive. Yeah, so kudos to networking in Vegas, man. They're, they're out here talking about the serious shit. And again, I had a little bit of respect for the Review Journal, the Las Vegas Review Journal, because they were defending, they, they fiercely defended Jeff German, who was a good man. And he was ruthlessly murdered by some Clark County cuck, a fucking clerk for the government, because he was being exposed for the fucking criminal, corrupt thug, Democrat thug that he is. By the way, Sheriff Lombardo at the time, fucking lousy response, man. Lousy, one, because he's lazy as shit. And then all of a sudden, because of politics, he felt the way to, felt the need to weigh in. Pathetic. Oh, I can't play this video, man. It's just too sad. And it might get the channel striked. We got the video right after it happened but chose not to run it. Now that it's been leaked online, this is a story that needs to be told since the media is covering it up. Las Vegas, Magic American teens, hunt down and kill ex-cop. It's not a cop anymore. Because they thought killing would be funny. They were laughing, by the way, those kids, those ghetto thugs. They were laughing and saying the N-word, and they were ramming into other vehicles, calling them bitches and shit. And they're, the, 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 the criminal class... Is a protected class Uh, Crime is a new Magic American entitlement Absolutely sickening Uh, Let me read some of this shit really quick Uh, Prayers Yeah I know Praying for the family Dude I remember a long time ago Oh man Somebody I was friends with There was this, this cop He ended up Ending himself In a parking lot And um at the time, it was kind of cool to shit on cops. You know, it was, that was like the popular thing. I wasn't about that life because I got friends who were in law enforcement and I got, you know, respect for them and shit. And uh, this fucking guy, man, he's like, he said something like, you know, oh, you know, you expect sympathy and stuff for us. But like, what about all the families that your dad victimized as a police officer? I'm like, dude, you don't fucking know his dad, the, the girl's dad, because the girl came out. She did a post or she there was an article written about her. And uh, they were harassing her, and that because like the way Facebook works is you can see people's activity. So if I were to write Lizzo is a fat bitch, all my friends would see it, even though like I'm not involving anybody. So I saw my friends fucking harass this girl, and I messaged her privately and I apologized on their behalf. And I'm like, I don't believe any of this, and I apologize on their behalf, and it's disgusting. And uh, a lot of there were there were some there were some people celebrating the move, uh, celebrating the 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 ending of this man's life. Man, the review journal is so disappointing. I mean, dude, we all came out and we, we stomped for Jeff German when he was ruthlessly murdered by a government official, the Clark County uh, administrator. I fucking hate admins, by the way. I hate these clerks. Government clerks, at least. But this is how they treat <laughs> a member of law enforcement. So fucking funny. The races were reversed. I know, right? The races were reversed. George Floyd 2.0. I saw the vid. Sick people. They need to get uh, put down. BLM people. Yeah, probably. I know that's a cringe take. Uh, 12 years overseas. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I would care. Uh, He died, but he was a cop. Cops deserve no sympathy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not all bad people. Calm down there. Calm down there. Uh, I bet they got pussy after modern women love thugs. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Base Son, giving mom red pills. Oh, I know. All right, guys. Well, what other crime is going on? Oh, yeah, dude, this one's uh, this one's pretty bad. Um, Not as egregious, actually. This is actually a W, guys. This is actually a W. So uh, in 2020, the Democrats are so desperate to stop President Trump, they even faked uh, the FBI colluded with the Democratic Party, and they faked this, like, kidnapping plot against Governor Gretchen Whitmore of Michigan. And it's pretty obvious that this was an entrapment scheme. And yeah, so just recently jury clears three men in the last trial tied to the plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Unbelievable. And not surprising in the least bit. And again, I get called crazy. I get called the conspiracy theories because I'm like, yeah, dude, the feds were fucking responsible for this. This is their, this is their game. This is their game. This is what they wanted. Um, so yeah, this is great news. Yeah, fuck Governor Whitmer who is going to run for president, by the way. Uh, This one's also sad. I don't know what the conclusion of this trial is going to be or the conclusion of this situation, but trial for man uh, seen on video attacking jewelry store owner ends in hung jury. So a jury could not reach a verdict in a brutal attack and robbery of a Wilmington, Delaware jewelry store owner. Oh, so he's from Delaware? Where's Joe Biden coming out and defending this guy? Joe Biden was like, oh, we got to stop the Asian hate. Stop the Asian hate. We got an elderly Asian man who got fucked up beyond belief. By a magic American And complete and total silence From the fake news industry Complete and total silence From the fraudsters That want to commit blood libel Against people of European stock And European heritage Want to claim that all this Asian hate Is at the hands Or being perpetrated By people uh, who look like me Who look like uh, Ben Shapiro Who look like uh, Kyle Rittenhouse But it's really this fucker right here This scumbag This ghetto thug Let me see Can we just get a picture of him? Oh, where'd he go? You know, we're just gonna replay this shit. Yeah, this guy got away. Dude, by the way, his attack was on video. As clear as day. Just completely beating up this old man. The hell is this? Oh, it's Uh well, Whatever, man. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what that means. If it's a hung jury. Like, let's see. A trial was declared. Prosecutors plan to retry the case. Okay, so they're gonna retry the case. Interesting. Yeah, which is... <laughs> You know, like like Cernovich is suggesting that like liberals are trying to get on these juries. So if a magic American is going to be held accountable for the crimes they, they've committed, they're going to stop that from happening. They're going to pervert justice. They're going to prevent justice for victims of of of, uh, of serious crimes here in this country. That pick, she looks like Hillary Clinton. I know. Not all state dogs bite, but they sure buy it when you won't close your job down and take a jab. Cops deserve what the magic Americans uh give them. You know, well, I generally will extend a lot of sympathies towards law enforcement. And I don't want to see any anything bad happen to them for personal reasons. Um, I'm not very vocal about my support for the police anymore. And that's a conscious decision. I remember during 2020, during the the Dindu Floyd riots, the Magic George Floyd riots. Uh, I have a friend who's like super far left now. Somebody I grew up with, and him and his uh, girlfriend, they were saying a lot of really mean things about police, a lot of things that were not true. And one of my buddies who is law enforcement trying to like talk with them, you know, trying to get them to, you know, see clearly trying to let them know like, Hey, we're not all like that, but they were set in their ways. So be it. And my friend was telling me how upset he was, how, you know, his feelings were hurt and it obviously bothered him a lot. And I was like, you know what dude was like, well, I support you guys. You know, like it's going to be okay, man. A lot of people support you. A lot of people love the police. He's like, no, it's not that I want your support. It just—it was just this fixation on wanting their support, and it fucking robbed me, rubbed me the wrong way, and I, and I think about that from time to time. And it was that moment when I realized that I'm just like—they don't give a fuck if we support them or not. Like when I see someone with a blue, thin blue line flag on their truck or their car or whatever, take that shit off, man, because they don't want validation or love or support from someone like me. Cause I'm a distant figure. And I I, I told this to to a buddy of mine on discord and we were talking about it. And I told him this story and I'm paraphrasing. I'm probably not saying it correctly, but it, but it has to do a lot to do with the fact that I have nothing to, I have nothing to offer or anything to give to, I guess this group of people, like let's say the police institutions, they gain nothing By me supporting them So they don't give a shit what I have to say Positive or negative But The established institutions in this country Are propped up By liberals By the left So it makes sense for them to seek the validation And approval and support of people who are on the modern Who are a part of the modern left Because guys like me Don't have power Really We don't control much in a weird way, we're almost at the mercy of a lot of these groups. So they don't give a fuck what we think. So, Friedrich Marx, maybe you got a point. And I hate feeling this way. I I, I fucking hate it. Because like on one hand, it's like, why would I invest or why would I... Use any energy. Defending a group of people that don't give a fuck if I care about them or not. It's a waste of my time. People are, if the left is going to lie about police, so be it. I used to care. I don't anymore. People are going to say mean things to them. Don't care anymore. Not like my opinion on the topic matters anyways. It doesn't matter to them. And you know, I say like, oh, I'm powerless and shit. I'm like, No, not really. You know, I, if you, if you're aware, if you understand what is going on in this country, you can generally avoid a lot of pitfalls. If you're just hyper-focused on, on the harsh realities of how things actually work, you can avoid a lot of problems. That's what Jared Taylor taught me. That, that stays on my mind a lot. If you just understand how things work, like how things actually work and how they really are and who's really responsible for a lot of the problems that are going on out there, you're going to avoid so many fucking headaches. So many headaches. A lot of these ignorant jackasses, they just don't know better. Like those girls who went to Morocco. They went to Morocco because they're just like, oh my God, fuck racism. Diversity. And then they get beheaded on video and they were great beforehand. Probably on video. I don't know. Well, you know, You want to trust the science. You want to spew the propaganda of the globalists. How's that working out for you? Oh, that's right. You're dead. All right. We got a couple more crime stories. Oh, actually no, we're done with the crime shit. Uh, okay. So some glaring hypocrisy before we get into, uh, the fun shit teachers union honcho, Randy Weingarten. She's like a huge figurehead. Uh, maybe not within the DNC, but definitely a surrogate of the Biden regime. Uh, Likens parental rights, school choice supporters to segregationists. Wow, that's really strong language coming from uh, this old hag right here. Yeah, a lot of these union goofballs. Look at this. Dude, I can just tell she lives in a really beautiful house by the way that the, the background, by the way this house looks. I've been in uh, enough beautiful homes uh, working as an electrician to know. It's like, oh yeah, did she probably lives in a really fucking bitching house. Uh, so yeah, this fucking old hag is a union boss can't do shit isn't worth shit, but she makes all the money and she calls all the shots. She's a shot caller, man. This woman is a gangster. Unironically a fucking gangster. She wields immense political power. Let's hear what she has to say.
2: Those same words that you heard in terms of, um, Oh, what the fuck? Warning segregation post Brown v. Board of Education. Those same words you hear today. It's not, you know, I, I was I was kind of godsmacked when I was on the I was talking to Southern Poverty Law Center and they showed me the same words, choice, um, parental rights and attempt to divide parents versus teachers in that point it was white parents versus um, other parents, but it's the same kind of words,
0: okay, well, here's another union. oh, what the fuck? Oh my God, oh fuck, dude, I thought I deleted the <laughs> uh okay, so union thug, the main union thug, teacher's thug. Here's another union thug in Chicago. Chicago teacher's union president defends sending her son to private school. So here's a segregationist. Again, dude, this woman commands a salary of, I don't know, easy six figures. Easy six figures. I I used to interact with some union people. Some union bosses. They make fat fucking cash, man. The hypocrisy. She wants your... Dude, here's what people don't understand about these fucking unions. About these teachers' unions. Teachers' unions... Do not give a fuck about the conditions in the school. They don't give a shit about the crime in the school, the quality of the education. Their only purpose is to advocate for the teachers themselves. Advocate for the wants of the teachers. It doesn't matter what the kid wants. And people keep, you know, fighting for and championing these people and hailing them as heroes, and they're not. They don't care about your, your kids at all. Again, I used to. I fucking. I worked with these people. I understand how the shit works. Uh, you should mock every cop's death; they deserve it. If you don't, you are supporting your guard dog. Well, well. First off, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Two, you can't mock the death of a lot of people. You're going to introduce bad omens in your life. You're inviting negative karma, whatever you want to call it. You will be punished in some way. For doing that, that's evil. I saw the video that they even tried to make excuses for the magic Americans. It's truly really telling. Yeah, it's like, dude, again, this is kind of like the Oliver Anthony thing. Cause she was like in this like debate, right? I think it was on CNN to their credit. And it's like, why did you say school choice? In these private institutions, these private educational institutions, it's like Jim Crow, it's like segregation, yet you sent your kid, and by the way, this union thug, this union boss, she's a magic American female. She's a female teachers union president of the magic American persuasion, and she sent her young child, the young urban youth, to a private school. So they tell you one thing, but then they do another. This is very common for the Democrat. Very common for the liberal. They do this all the time. Sex um, x and Hammer likes to call them NIMBYs, which is short for Not In My Backyard, which we're seeing a lot of. We saw a lot of this earlier. They want mass illegal immigration, but they don't want it in their neighborhood. They don't want it in their state. They don't want it in their city. Russell Brand has never lived in a neighborhood where the kind of people that are coming over the border exist. Again, it's easy for him to hold those views. He doesn't have to work with them. He doesn't have to look at them. He doesn't have to compete with them. It's easy to have those 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 uh, you know those opinions. So for, for this woman here, it's easy to rake in all that money, promote and advocate for these failing public institutions because, again, they don't give a fuck about the kids. It's about their ego. It's about their little agenda that they're pushing. They don't have to do anything. And just, they're barely held accountable for it. But yeah, man, they ripped over the coals. I am the bad uh, karma. I am the monster who states uh, states back at them, brother. There are some things that you can't escape. You cannot escape the consequences of your own actions. If you espouse evil, you put evil out into the world. Man, don't be surprised when that shit comes back to you. I am a fir- I, again. I, people call it all kinds of things. People say, putting out negative energy, bad vibes, bad omens, karma. I'm a believer in that shit. You put out some nasty shit out there, you can't cry or whine if it comes back to you. I try to live a good, honorable life. And for the most part, everything's going really well. I love Jared. Yeah, see, Jared's great man. Uncle Jared. All right. Got to get into some uh, pop culture news. So Dove partners with BLM activists to promote fat liberation after she was accused of getting white student wrongly expelled. Uh, no, no, she wasn't accused of getting white student wrongly expelled. She literally did this. This fucking woman, this this hand beast, is really giving Lizzo a run for her money, and th- that should be the 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 focus. The hyper focus of this this situation here. This woman is a fucking pathological liar. She's uh what's it, called? I think she's literally related to people who run BLM. And uh for the audio only v- listeners, uh she she's almost as fat, if not fatter than Lizzo. And now Dove is promoting this fucking fat pig for the sake of uh, you know, fat liberation, whatever that means. Dove is have yeah, by the way. I'm calling, I'm, I'm calling it now. I am um, fully endorsing a fought against Dove. We are boycotting Dove. They're, we're done with them. We're done. No more Dove, Dove products in any meaningful way. Oh, let's see. Uh, I have front-loaded the evil in my life. It's okay. I got a massive uh, karma buffer. <laughs> if you say so, man. All right, so Dove is having a Bud Light moment. The Beauty Giant has partnered with a BLM Activist to promote fat liberation after she was accused of wrongfully getting a no not accused. She was she was accurately uh Claimed to have wrongfully gotten a student Expelled because of the color of her skin. By the way, the the white student her dad was a cop. So they they just Inflamed the situation uh Zania Bryant by the way stupid name a community organizer useless already. She's useless uh, and by the way, she's unbelievably fat, so she's not organizing shit and a uh, student activist useless at the university of Virginia made the announcement. She was a dove ambassador on her Instagram page, uh, at the end of August, as she spoke about her goal of ending the stigma of being overweight. You know, again, I have nothing against overweight people. Like I get it. Food tastes amazing. I know. Uh, you want to live like this? Don't care. But this is an evil piece of shit who targeted a white family and lied about the white student that she had to stick up. By the way, the white student, cute, thin, comes from a good home, and she uh, essentially was ran out of the college. So you know what? I'm going to call her fat and disgusting. She's going to feel the fucking wrath of the frogs. But even though Bryant has been praised for her work with BLM and getting the Robert E. Lee statue taken down in Charlottesville, she also has come under fire in recent months for her efforts to get a white student named Morgan Benninger suspended from campus. Yeah, Morgan Benninger. See, that's a normal name. Not the Zendaya, this budget-ass Zendaya name. Stupid name. The incident began in July of 2020 when Benninger mistakenly drove down a street where BLM protesters had gathered. Let's see what she has to say about fat liberation.
2: My belief is that we should be centering the voices and experiences of the most marginalized people and communities at all times. So when I think about what fat liberation looks like to me, it looks like centering the voices and the experiences of those who live in and who maneuver through spaces and institutions in a fat body. It looks like making accessible.
0: Dude, you ain't maneuvering through shit. Except the fucking Wendy's drive through spaces and having conversations that are aware of the fact that people have different bodies dude I don't need to have a conversation that people have different bodies I have eyes and they work I don't give a fuck if anybody like was seriously like we need to have a conversation bad boy swag 420 of the watch frogs about body positivity and the differences between you know the way people look like I don't give a fuck the fuck away from me you goddamn freak gives a fuck. You know what? Like I honestly wouldn't care. If it was if this was anybody else, wouldn't fucking care. But it had to be a blatant liar who commits blood libel against people of uh, European persuasion because of the color of their skin, of, of confirmed races. You know, you know what I notice? Anti-discrimination laws are actually discriminatory. Um because of the the disparate impact against one specific group of people, which is whites, one would come to the conclusion that you know whites are disproportionately committing hate crimes. It's actually not true. We actually have FBI crime data, local crime data that tells us who commits the most crimes against you know. Inter- we have we have a complete picture of interracial crime in this country, and there's also a lot of video of it too. A lot of it as we talked about earlier, was against Asian Americans. And we see it and we hear it. And never notice how not a single one of those people ever get charged with a hate crime? It's really weird how that works. It just rarely ever happens. Really, really funny. Um, but yeah, now we're, we're listening to this, this fat pig talk about dismantling the systemic systems of systems racism. <sighs> Dove partner, fat liberation is something we should all be talking about. That's why I'm partnering with Dove to support the work of, okay, whatever. Where's the criticism? Yeah, so here's a video. Yeah, so this, this, this teenage girl or this college age girl. Uh, she was being shouted down and they, they made, yeah, so again, that fat pig, this is why she came after her, dude. You know what? You maybe did her a favor expelling her from college this little cutie right here can bag the hottest dude and have a fulfilling life look back and laugh and while her kids are you know grown up this fucking this pig this disgusting pig this activist she's gonna be hooked up to a dialysis machine and no one is gonna remember or give a fuck about anything that she's done cause she's ugly inside and out I have no qualms saying this to these violent activists. I've seen you cheer for violence against children because you falsely accuse them of being racist and attacking and antagonizing so-called indigenous people like Nathan Phillips. Remember the Covington Catholic kids? I bet she had her fucking giant grandma panties in a bunch watching those kids literally stand there. yeah so this is the girl that was expelled and this is the the hand beast right here what size uh what size is his dress California King Brian has continued to make a name for herself being profiled in The Washington Post and being named to ebony's power 100 the last the 100 last year <laughs> Her lawyers claim her conviction and punishment were effectuated without uh, a constitutionally sufficient uh, process because the school had failed to retry her or provide a de novo review of the clearly erroneous judgment. Yeah, I'm not going to get into that shit. I'm not going to relitigate that. But yeah. What else do we got on pop culture news? I don't know who this is. But again, we talked about Hollywood sexuals earlier. Abby Lee Miller clarifies. High school crush comment. Abby Lee just uh took to Instagram in an attempt to clear the air on the comments, uh saying she likes jocks, always had, always will. She also says her kind of guy must be able to go to club go out to clubs, party in Vegas, rent ADA accessible vans, and have a bank and business of their own. Uh hold on, let's wa- let's just listen to this shit. TMZ coming in with a
2: spice. You are, you have just, you seen what all the right moves? No, that's the best movie ever with him in it. Oh my god, yes, all the right moves. He's a high school football player. Oh my Ooh, that's my what? downfall. I like the high school football players, I still like them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, as a progressive,
0: as a fake progressive, I just want to let everybody know that uh, even women can be predators too, and they are. All right, so she clears the air. Let's see what she has to Hello, say.
2: Everybody. Abby Lee Miller here, just to set the record straight. Mm -hmm. I do like those hot, athletic, muscular types of guys. (laughs) The jocks. I always have, and I always will. And they must be able to go out to a club, gamble in Vegas, rent an ADA-compliant, handicapped, accessible van. And they should also have a business, a bank account, success, and passion.
0: Lady, you're like a thousand years old. <laughs> I don't think you get to demand that of anybody. You you get what you get, all right? You don't get to you're fucking you pass your prime, Abby Lee Miller. <laughs> oh, who the fuck is Abby Lee Miller? Through the years. Uh let's see, doubles down saying she doesn't talk about guys that used to be in high school. She means the ones that are currently still in school. <laughs> By the way, Abby's new show Oh, so she's on a TV show She probably hires a male escort Dude, probably It wouldn't surprise me I don't know, I mean, if she promised me to If she's like, Giovanni, I'll buy you A Triumph uh, 660 Trident Motorcycle if you, you know Escort me around Vegas I'm like, okay It's gonna be a week of misery, but we'll get it done It's worth it Eight grand for a motorcycle A week of misery, count me in all right, we're not done with the 304s. I re- uh, this is from Insider.com, Business Insider. This arth- this author, Fortiza Latifi, uh, I regret doing OnlyFans when I turned 18. People treated me like an object, and the money just wasn't worth the degradation. First off, you probably didn't make shit. Uh, you'd be better off selling your junk on eBay or Craigslist than doing OnlyFans. Um. Yeah, you're just an object, though. It's what you are. That's how you see yourself. You are how you perceive yourself. Perception is, is reality. You're going to fucking you know, put things in all the holes. You're like a sponge, except more disgusting. Less holes. This former OnlyFans content creator joined at 18 years old and stayed on the app for three years. Can you imagine having a daughter as soon as she turns 18, whoop, fire up that app. Make that OnlyFans account. She said it was a full-time job and her subscribers constantly pushed her boundaries. She thought the experience would make her feel empowered, but said it left her traumatized. Yeah, the girls are stupid. <laughs> empowered. Yeah, nothing. Oh, dude, you're so empowered, babe. You're, you're a queen, babe. You're showing your asshole for the price of a McDonald's hamburger. You're so empowered. This is is told uh, to essay. uh, This as told to essay is based on a conversation with a former OnlyFans creator. They asked not to be named to protect their identity, but their income and former job have been confirmed by insider. The conversation has been edited for length and clarity. When I turned 18, I did something I thought. Um, I thought it would help me feel empowered as a woman, but instead it let me traumatize. I joined OnlyFans. I only spent three years as an OnlyFans creator, but looking back, those were the most miserable years of my life. Okay. Uh, at the time of joining OnlyFans, it felt like a natural progression. I was already posting beginning pictures on Instagram, so I didn't really feel like there was a big difference between posting photos there and posting them on OnlyFans. Dude, so you know what? This just validates Jonah's Jonah Hill's like whole perspective about like his like surfer ex-girlfriend. He's like, yeah, dude, those photos are inappropriate. Again, dude, like the Instagram is just like a gateway to OnlyFans in, in a weird roundabout way. I saw other creators talking about how being an OnlyFans creator was empowering. <laughs> so stupid. And a way to be in charge of your own life. That all sounded good to me, but the reality of what actually happened was nothing like that. My OnlyFans subscribers constantly push my boundaries. I wonder what they made her do. During my time as an OnlyFans creator, I was more depressed and anxious than I've ever been before. I was making really good money. Great money on average up to $20,000 a month. I don't believe her. That sounds like a fucking lie. Dude, I'm calling, uh, this is an op, gay op. Uh, But I felt like my subscribers were constantly pushing my boundaries. No matter what I posted, they wanted more explicit content. I I ended up sending nude photos a few times, even though I didn't want to because I felt so pressured, and they were offering so much money. Dude, also, the pathetic... Okay, let's pretend this is true. The pathetic simps that engage in this behavior, that engage in this activity of giving these uh, slurs money, that they don't even know on the internet, disgusting and pathetic... I would also receive terrible messages that were so degrading and I didn't see any filtering system on OnlyFans to block them. It was obvious that they saw me as an object, which you are, uh, for their pleasure and not as a person, because you're not a real person. You're, you're, you're an ideologue. You're an empty vessel for leftist ideology, for the global American empire, the destruction of women femininity, not the feminism that is sold by uh, Peter Hollywood, by the way. It was awful being constantly sexualized to such a dehumanizing level. It wasn't that awful. You did it for three fucking years. I'm traumatized. You did it for three years. This is why I don't really believe the things that women tell me. Dude, watch what a woman does, not what a woman says. I was miserable and spending money to hide my depression and anxiety. Wow, sounds like most people. For all the money I was bringing in, I was spending it just as quickly. I spent money to mask my depression and anxiety. I got used to this luxurious lifestyle where I'd go on fancy trips. There we go, traveling. She's a traveler to beautiful places to shoot content in a new setting each time. I'd think maybe this is the trip I'll be happy on, but it was never true. Oh, I'm playing this tiniest violin. I was always miserable. All right, I was, my whole life revolved around creating content for OnlyFans. I didn't grow up with much money, probably a lie. As a kid, I was made fun of for having a rundown car and a small house. I think that instilled the desire in me to make money as an adult and prove myself. It felt like money would be the answer to all my problems, but it wasn't. You know what? You know what's funny? Like I remember like when I was younger, um when I was like 16, 17 years old, I I again like my dad stepped out. And it was me and a single mom. And, uh, you know, I had two jobs. And one of them only paid $7.50 an hour. And uh, I got made fun of for it. You know what I didn't do? I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to be so insecure about being made fun of for my shitty wage. I'm going to go deal drugs instead. I didn't. That wasn't my thought process. It's like, oh, I'm going to go out there and victimize people. I'm going to go rob a bank. I didn't have those thoughts in my mind. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep working hard. I'm going to keep developing skills. I'm going to, you know, I'm doing the school thing and I'm going to keep trying. You know, there's going to be job openings eventually, even though the economy was shit because Obama was the president, but I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to show my fucking asshole to random dudes. And again, $20,000 seems like a lot of money, but it's not unheard of. I mean, Amaranth makes that kind of money and I get it because again, she's like a big personality. She's, she does a live Stuff that's like free, and then of course, you can like go to her OnlyFans or whatever. Like, I get her making that kind of money, but like, this complete unknown, I don't know, guys. I'm not buying it again. What I feel when I, when I say gay ops, like gay meaning GAE, global American empire. So, the global American empire is promoting OnlyFans, they want women to engage in, in, in this behavior. So, uh, I think this is an op for sure. They it's because. A stupid person, a stupid gullible woman would be like, ooh, $20,000 a month? How different and amazing my life would be. All it takes is one time to do that, and you're fucked, you're ruined, you're un like, look, if I'm at a club, she's at a club, it's gonna happen, right? As soon as I find out she's an only she dead OnlyFans, even if it was just one time, I'll get my fun out of the situation, right? I'll milk it for everything it's worth, but that woman would be undesirable to me. Just can't trust somebody like that. I'm gonna read some of the shit. Oh man. LOL, uh the white checks a cop, thoughts offspring, who's a hope Uh disavow. Gross. She probably hires Mel oh, I you rid of that. Uh she's a honey boo boo pageant coach oh really that's who she is not surprising i wonder how many are actually 18 dude i don't want to know bro i i avoid those websites obviously i don't i don't need to fucking one i don't need to pay for that shit uh two i would never pay for that shit and um yeah it's like dude like how do you fucking know who these people like, no dude i'm not no i'm not looking to incriminate myself um only three years kk it's like it didn't even happen i know right it's only three years yeah They've always uh, been sued by victims of abuse. That was filmed. L O L G Things. Uh, first off, it's G I O. G O is how the, the posers spell it. G I O. Things she changed as much as the she charges as much as a burger cost. She charged less than the cost of a happy meal. Have you not seen the cost of inflation? <sighs> dude, I, I, I'm not. I'm just assuming it's not that much money. Whatever they're charging, it's literally free on the internet. Yeah, I know, I know dude. It's uh, these people are ridiculous. It's like paying uh, for wa- paying for water. Go to a nightclub, dude, or a bar. She basically an international prostitute. Yeah, pretty much. That's how I would see it. They think traveling to new places and, and being fancy will make their pics better? Laughing my my... Yeah, dude, they, they have that thought process, dude. When I was poor, I got a government job for good money, then sold drugs to the staff and the cops in the area. <sighs> dude, don't, don't admit those things in the comment, dude. Come on. You doing? not well, let's let's continue the uh, the journey of this OnlyFans model. My whole life revolved around creating OnlyFans content. I didn't grow up with much. Oh, I already read all this shit. Uh, it got to the point where the money wasn't worth it. I had no idea what I was getting into. I was so she's like, now I'm gonna become a nurse. I was so young and naive, and I didn't see the big deal of posting sexy pictures. Uh, they're not sexy pictures, sweetheart. And then once I had done it, I figured there was no reason to stop since the photos had already been. Out there, I felt terrible. All the creepy attention was making me say, oh, oh, it's creepy attention. Oh, it's creepy attention, eh? I mean, if this is true, $20,000 a month, I would never call my customers creepy if I'm making that kind of money. Subscribers kept asking for nude photos. Yeah, if they're paying you, that's what what you should be doing. Offering more and more money. I found myself uh, stepping past my own boundaries and it left me feeling suicidal. I was close to any of my life, to be honest. Oh, God, all that money. Oh, showing my butthole. I couldn't live with myself, and it felt like I was constantly on the edge of a mental breakdown. Yeah, dude, it, you, go, you turn to the streets. Th- this is what happens. You're, you're just a stupid woman. You can't be trusted. I call you Geo because you're my rock in this hor- horrid world, BB. Ah, uh, like a Geo dude? dude, God damn it, man! When I was in el- when I was in elementary school and like Pokemon was all the craze, th- my nickname was Geo dude. Funny, good memories. All right. Well, she turns it around. I found the strength to leave OnlyFans through my faith. Oh, dude, there we go. The baby Jesus grips. You know, uh, I think you're going to burn in hell if you lie, right? Like deliberately like this, using like baby Jesus as like a crutch. You're cloaking your sin with this fake grift. I don't think I could have left it all behind on my own, but I found strength through my faith. I know now that there is a purpose for my life. I I I wonder what that is, probably a nurse or a teacher. I think I experienced what I did so that I could have a platform to share my story with other girls who are going through it. Uh, which is what I've done in TikTok videos. Detail my experience. Okay, so she's making TikTok videos, but she can't be identified in this article. Hmm. Now I'm trying to find a new life and I'm rebranding in social media space to create a career I'm proud of. I'm ready to move forward without OnlyFans. Editors note an OnlyFans spokes uh, spokesman sent the following statement to insider OnlyFans is designed to empower produce to connect with their fans in a safe environment behind it. blah blah blah. blah. Okay. Um yeah, dude. Uh, one for the streets. Two, irredeemable. And three, I don't give a fuck how close to God you are. Uh, women who do this shit are insanely undesirable, and it's not funny. It's not cute. It's not cool. Uh, I don't give a fuck what the rap music says. Kind of like a, that that one comedy bit from uh, Cat Williams. He's like, ain't nothing cool a gangsta about getting shot. Ain't no fucking music play. Bitches don't come out. You know, no one's dancing. Like it fucking sucks. And doing this shit, it's not cool. It's not glamorous. Dating a chick who does this shit is not, nah, for the streets. Yeah, uh, you should join us in the great LARP forward. It's the great leap forward, but funnier. It helps in this uh, oxymoronic, satirically ironic world. Uh, the great LARP forward. First off, I like that name. It's a pretty funny name. Not even the cool, The most mid-Pokemon? Fuck you. How dare you, Mike Floyd? Not even the coolest rock type. All right, dude. There's a lot of fighting words going on. All right, guys. We're almost at the end of the end of the line here. All right, so uh, the Loch Ness monster, uh, makes an appearance again. Could this be him? Uh, I'm gonna assume no. I think this is gonna be like a School of Fish. However, it is more likely that the Loch Ness monster exists. It's more probable that you know Nessie is lurking in the Great Lakes than it is likely that um, Americans landed on the moon. Moon landing, hella fake. Uh, Loch Ness Monster, more likely real. Uh, That's my official stance. You know what's funny? The Mexican government had an open casket funeral for like these little aliens and nobody gave a fuck. Dude, that's how fucking dire things are in this country. Like the Mexican government is literally trolling the world and they're like bringing out these like little like paper mache aliens and they're just like, hey, look at this. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. Um, But yeah, Nessie, probably real. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, fuck man. Uh Brianna Gay stepped. I don't want to do this this Transformer story. A uh, long story short, uh, Transformer uh ruthlessly murdered, which is sad and not funny. And online trolls are trolling the mother. I disavow. Again, bad omens, bad, uh, bad behavior. Just don't do it. Oh, fuck. All right, we got this funny video. All right, guys, we're going to react to this 304 cringe really quick. When going
1: on a first date with someone, it is always important to make sure that the other person meets your standards and that could mean how much money they have. I'm not joking. I have asked the last three dudes I've dated for their bank account info on the first date. I don't judge people's actions. I look at the intention behind them. So like, why do you ask for that? Because I only want to date a wealthy guy that has money. Sophia Franklin is an influencer who discussed what she looks for in a man when she goes on a first date and said that one of the first things she does is ask him to show her his bank account. Make sure that he makes enough to be worth her time. Valets, you're
2: getting straight to the point.
1: I think, you know, I have a job, I'm very successful, so I think I have every right to be like, hi, are we on the same level or am I wasting my time?
0: You know, I don't necessarily disagree with that to an extent, but holy fuck, girl. Like, you're going about this so wrong.
1: According to Sophia, dating is all about meeting someone who meets the criteria you have for what you want in a partner. And though there are other factors that are important for deciding to date someone, she is very clear that money is important to her. Sophia is no dummy, and she will not take a man's word for it that he has money since she makes every man on the first date show her his bank statement.
0: Jesus. All right, you guys get the point. You guys get the point. Alright, you know what's you know what's funny about this? The whole like she's worried about guys lying. I obviously I don't fucking date dudes. I don't really give a fuck what dudes do. I do my own thing, they do their own thing. But uh Jack Morgan, who I had on the on the channel like a week or so ago, he, I was watching some of his videos and he was, you know, he brought up this video of these three young men, three young dudes, early twenties, maybe mid twenties, maybe the oldest mid twenty, And they were asking the salary of these guys. And it was like, like one of them was like a contractor, like, like a plumber or something. I, I don't know. It was like, like, I know like one of them was like a, like a real estate, something, something. And Jack Morgan was looking up the fucking average national salaries for these people. And they were lying about their income. They're like, yo, I make like 200 grand a year. And Jack Morgan's like, wait a minute. And apparently this is a thing. And they were like on video lying about it. It was so fucking bizarre. So, dude, people front. So I almost don't want to begrudge her for it. But like, she also looks like a douchebag. And I'm not really down with douchebag chicks. Like, like, okay, first off, she's beautiful. We'll give her that. She's great to look at. However... I was at McDonald's the other day because I was really fucking hungry and I didn't feel like cooking or anything. So I go like get a small fry and a plain hamburger and, um, dude, they got like some cuties working at McDonald's, dude, cute chicks working at a cash register, like at a fast food joint, infinitely more valuable than a chick like this. She just looks too douchey to me. I don't like stuck up bitches like this. Uh, it's not attractive. It's not cool. Don't care. I'm not impressed by your fucking traveling. I'm not impressed by whatever money you pretend to have. Don't fucking care. Oh, you got a fancy career? Don't fucking care. Um, First off, none of these dorks impress me. They can't do things that I can do. Like, I can actually get shit to work. I can actually fix things. And, uh, you know, people like myself are actually really useful. I got a plumbing problem. I got, like, three friends who can help me with it. Uh, You know... Got a roofing problem. I think I know one person can help me with it. Like, these fucking gold-digging influencer whores, like, don't care. Useless to me. Nah, she's wrong. She can earn her own cash. Women want freedom. They can have it. Yeah. Women ask about uh, my money. I don't need them in my life. Uh Their priority is not sharing with me, but using my assets. People like that are trash. Yeah, the girl... Uh, at the Italian restaurant near me, uh, near my house. It's a cutie. Uh, yeah, dude, dude, the hospitality chicks, especially at, like not like a like a fancy, like busy restaurant, but like a smaller mom and pop one. Great place for me to check. Uh, I like normal chicks. I also factor in music taste. Uh, music taste isn't that important. That is not that important. Uh, paintings are are good to look at. Won't pay more than $300 to own it. Same applies to the women's. You know, um, yeah, I don't, you know, I I don't talk to, here's a great lesson in life. You guys don't fucking tell people how much money you make. Even like your close friends, don't tell them how much money you make. I do not tell anybody how much money I have. I don't tell tell people how much money I make. I don't even like to tell people how hard I'm working. None of their fucking business. All people are going to do is use that against you. Um, I don't even tell my fucking mother how much money I got or how much money I make. I don't do not dude. because people start talking shit and people start fucking making comments and they start, they have expectations of, you know, they, they, they build this image of you and it's just bullshit to so fuck them. Like I, like my, my fucking father, man. Yeah. I love my dad. You know, we're over our drama, but uh, he's like, Oh, you're making those donate. You're getting those donations. And like, how the fuck do you know what I'm getting? Fuck you. Don't talk about my fucking YouTube money. Don't talk about anything that, that, that's been given to me or whatever. Oh, it's annoying. Yeah, just don't tell people, dude, because they're just gonna use it against you. They'll, they'll 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 fuck with you with it, with that information. Um, and again, it's like, dude, this fucking loser, what, dude. I I I see this woman again. I I swear to God, guys, I'm not impressed by this. I am not impressed by this. When um, I was a banker, I worked at this uh, local bank, like a local like community bank, and uh, like across the street was like this Wells Fargo. Dude, I don't know what it is with Wells Fargo and Bank of America, but dude, they love to hire like the cutest chicks. It, like like these young incels, you know, they want advice. I'll tell them, I'm like, look, if you don't got friends, living at home, you don't really got any money, look, dude, you're actually not in that bad of shape. Get a job at a restaurant, lose some weight, stack your fucking cash. If you live at home, great. Your parents love you, they're gonna support you, gonna save your fucking money, be responsible. And if you don't got any friends, you can make them at work. And if you're awkward and weird, learn to not be awkward and weird. There's your chance. Dude, i met a lot of cute chicks when when I used to work a lot. When I worked with people, you know. It's easy. Money? uh, That a fake tool to control. Uh, Imagine caring about that crap. Well, dude, you need money to eat. I mean, all this shit doesn't pay for itself. Nate could not have been created without me paying for the materials. Uh, they're going to pretend that you have zero bills to pay. Uh, let's see. I can't stand... Uh, hold on. Hold on, hold on. We got a lot of shit going on here. Alright, so I read that one from Friedrich. Uh, I can't stand rapper EDM, so I do care about music. Okay, dude, look. If, it, if it's like awful, like painful, I can understand. It's uh, that's a, that's a red flag when women ask how much money you make. It is a red flag. Um, I've dated a lot of women. Uh, I had a couple long-term girlfriends and none of them ever asked me how much money I have or how much money I make. They were good. Fortunately, it didn't work. Uh, Same with car. Why does it matter to them? Oh, yeah. Dude, again, another thing. No one has ever asked me. Uh, Like a woman, a romantic partner has never given a fuck what car I drove. A car will not get you laid. Uh, if you tell them how much you make, they're going to pretend that you have zero bills to pay. Oh, I know. Right. Money. that a tool. or right, I read that. Gross men have it easy compared to them. I can't pay my rent with B-hole pictures. I know. Or with fee pictures. Uh, only uh, only way men pay with B-holes is via rainbow men and risking AIDS. Unfair world. It is an unfair world. All right. Well, let's move on. We're almost done here, guys. Two more stories. This is the second one. Uh, buy <laughs> Also, on the same vein, bystanders less likely to give women CPR than men in public, increasing chances of cardiac fatality. Oh, dude! So, like, again, uh, so kind of like in in line with what's happening, what was happening with Russell Brand? Uh, <laughs> nobody wants to get me too, dude. Yeah, uh, Dude, men are checking out? The men that can administer CPR, high value men, men with skills, fucking, they're checking out. <laughs> Yeah, dude. this is the world women created This is the world that they wanted I, I mean, it's, look, it's not my fault I know eventually someone's gonna clip this they'll, they'll see this and they'll be like "Oh, He's an incel, oh, he's misogynistic dude, I didn't do anything all, all I do is notice things I notice men are checking out of society I notice men Are getting the bad end of the stick Judiciously Or judicially I I, I notice Men, hesitant to involve themselves in affairs that got nothing to do with them. But, they'll be more than, but they would have been more than welcomed many years ago. Someone's having CPR. If a man knows how to deal with it, everyone praises that person. But today, that man worries that he's going to be seen as a pervert, a sex pest, a criminal, a rapist, and they're checking out. Not only that, people are just so fucking dirty and do drugs and all this filthy shit. I'm not going to put my mouth on some fucking woman that I don't know. Where's that mouth been? God forbid it's uh, fucking Logan Paul's fiance. Strong men are perceived to be more conservative, study shows. Stronger men are perceived to be more conservative, a new study shows. Men with greater upper body strength were seen as more right-wing, which experts linked to their heightened competitiveness according to a research published in Personality and Individual Differences. Okay. Pretty funny. Uh, Let's see. The results of the survey revealed that stronger men were usually assumed to be more conservative. Stronger men are motivated to pursue strategies to acquire resources and status through direct competition and the promotion of hierarchical social organization. Oh, wow. Uh, Therefore, these men support uh, social policies favoring the use of aggressive bargaining and hierarchy maintenance uh, strategies, similar to conservative approaches. Uh, Brown explained to the Daily Mail that strong men... uh, What about these weak men right here? However... Oh, yeah. Weaker men were presumed... To neither be conservative nor liberal. Then what's their political affiliation then? Well, we all know a lot of these weak, frail boys. They're Most of them are libtards, dude. They got those wimpy little uh, twiggy arms, those little pool noodle arms. Um, when they gained access to resources, blah, 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 Let me see. Is there more on the weak men? No. Uh, the research revealed that 55% of women found it a turnoff for a partner to listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> Well, 53% said it was off-putting for love interest to refuse to see Greta Gerwig's summer blockbuster. The biggest red flag for young women, however, was for the potential partner to identify as MAGA, with more than three quarters, 76% of those uh, polled admitting this would make them want to run for the hills. Who the fuck are these women? I would love to see what they look like. I bet they're all like Lizzo-looking-ass bitches, because, dude, like, again, I, I've got no problems. I've had no problems. Uh, so yeah. Uh, let's just look at these bookmarks really quick before I clear out of here. Uh, let's see. Dude, I don't really want to talk about pro-life shit. Dude, we're at the three hour mark. Damn. Some of this stuff is really good, but some of this stuff is also pretty cringe. You know, let's talk about this really quick. Um, you effing liars. This is a green text, a meme text. Be me, 23-year-old. Uh, neat. I don't know what neat means. Uh, get off my ass for once and sign up for community college. Attend classes in person because I know if I do online, I'll slack off. Interact with other people for the first time in five years since high school. Nobody talks about sexual market value. Nobody cares about bone structure or physiognomy. Girls aren't immediately rejecting guys with negative uh, cantle tilt, or recessed chins. See other bald, balding people my age, socializing, and having friends. Tentatively ask if I can sit near a group of people, guys and girls. They say, sure, and include me in the conversation. Did 4chan uh, lie to me about normies? What was uh, what the fuck? Yeah, uh, a lot of stuff on the internet, it's total horseshit. A lot of the advice given, uh, useless. Um, Yeah, so again, this is very similar to what I would have suggested to somebody who's like, quote unquote, an incel. Like, yeah, just get a job. If you don't have any fucking money, like go work at a restaurant. You know, go, go work at a, go fucking work at Home Depot. Dude, Home Depot hires cute chicks. Go work at fucking Best Buy. They hire cute chicks. And just learn to interact and talk with people and not be fucking weird. And your life is going to change immediately. Learn how to talk. Learn how to speak. Learn how to effectively communicate. That's infinitely better than just being like, oh, damn, dude, the bitch is for the streets. Yeah, dude, a lot of these women online are for the streets. But, like, most women aren't like that, internally online. Um, Fuck, man, my mom was calling me on the phone. So, yeah, we're going to have to cut this short. Um, but yeah, dude, Sneeko, dude, sne- dude. the grift is up, guys. These red pillars, like Sneeko, the confirmed cuck. let's listen to this.
1: Iro streaming is, is what I want to do now. Uh, this is, there's only so long, you can only do this for so long. Like, how much can you really talk about? Neon Data coach, that's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, it's like, it, it's just so much more fun. I can't even lie. And let's be honest, the red pill is, uh, is dying. It's over. It's over because, like, there was a lot of hype around this, like, Oh, the Matrix, bro! How do we make it out? And then, like, you, you, there's a, this excitement, there's hype around it. And I got in at the right time, hit the wave at the right time. You know, I was, I was Red Pill raging when the Red Pill was blowing up, so it was perfect. You know, screaming at a camera, Wait wake up, <gasps> wake up! And then now, like, okay, you know, live life now. Can't be screaming at a camera about saying every single day. We are going to talk about the transgender because the streaming awards is yesterday. I was watching.
0: I <laughs> did, dude, dude. Isn't that funny? Dude, a lot of these fucking Red Pill dorks. You know, the, the, these fucking manosphere cucks like Jack Murphy, Sneeko, or Cucko, as I like to call them, Andrew Taint, they're going to abandon their fucking users. They're going to abandon, you know, their their ideology and then move on to something else. Kind of like Eliza Blue. She was a anti-sex uh, trafficking um, artist. Oh, my God. What the fuck happened to my camera? All of you guys. Uh, how do I refresh this shit? Well, I gotta deactivate it, reactivate it. Oh my god, my camera's fucked. Well, uh, oh, dude, my camera's completely fucking dead. Um, What the fuck? Guys, I apologize. Um, my Elgato camera appears to have literally just died on me. Well, oh, 12nd I'm going to unplug it and plug it in, give me one second. <clears> hmm. <throat> Um fuck me. Oh, what the fuck? It's so bright. Hold up. All right. Go fix your shit. Dude, I'm hold up one second. Properties. Uh configure video. Default. Holy fuck, what is happening to this thing? Hold on one second. Dude, why am I overexposed? Whatever. You guys are going to have to deal with me being all bright and lit up and shit. All right. So, um, yeah, dude, these, uh, these manager cucks are going to fucking sell you guys out. All right. So, uh, I don't feel like going through all this shit, dude. Three hours is long enough. Holy shit. I can't believe I did a three hour show by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese isn't going to be here, um, for the foreseeable future. Unfortunately, uh, we had, um, some disagreements, and I'm not about, like, you know, starting drama and shit with people. So hopefully people can respect that and understand that. And uh, just know that, like, I got no animus or anger towards anybody. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, I had a lot of fun tonight. I'm glad I was able to do this. Uh, the next few days are going to be really, really crazy for me. Uh, I want to be able to stream and hang out with you guys more. Um, it's just... Uh, like I mentioned earlier in the beginning of the show, just things were just so crazy and chaotic for me. Um, in a good way, in a good way. Um, I'm just really, really busy. Uh, I'm creating the puppet. I'm, um, my Dawn of War puppet is almost, it's a little, it's almost halfway done. And, um, yeah, man. Uh, just all positive things. I'll probably be working a lot more closely with, um, my buddy Spencer of uh, the censorship report or he rebranded actually. And uh, Jack Morgan. And there's a, there's a couple other uh, people that I'm going to be collabing with. And of course I'm still working on my, my, my own projects like the puppets, um, my book, my audio book. And uh, yeah, man, it's just nothing but positive stuff. I'm um, just doing what I want. I actually just got the brand new galaxy S nine tab ultra. I got rid of, my the s8 and now i got this thing and it's just beautiful one of the most gorgeous displays ever can't get over it all right so anyways uh yeah man three hours this is crazy i am out god bless everybody i'll see you next week or maybe sooner maybe sooner um i'm still recording yeah everything is working we lost a 0.4 percent frames still a successful stream spencer not replacing her no no one's replacing Cheddar, um, look, man. I- I'm honestly, I'm probably just gonna go solo, to be honest. Um, you know, again, we just some disagreements. Um, you know, some things happened, and again, it's not like the worst thing in the world. You know, it's, it's just people see things one way, I see things another. Uh, some things were said, and uh, you know, I just I feel the way I feel. I know what I know. And, um, honestly, dude, like just doing this by myself is just a little bit better. I have less pressure on me. I'm able to riff more coherently. Um, I mean, I just have so much to say and I, I mean, I'm trying to pull all these threads together and I just have so much on my mind. I can't even get, get it all there. Um, so it was great to have like a co-host with me to kind of help keep thoughts organized. But, um, yeah, man, it's a, it's unfortunate. I am Bree's biggest fan. I know. I know, man. I don't know what's gonna happen, to be honest, and it's not even entirely up to me anymore. The ball's not in my court. Um, I'll just leave it at that. So yeah, I'm tired. Uh, I'm gonna go feed my 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 fat dogs and um, be creating more content once I fix this fucking camera. Oh Goodness, what's going on with this thing? All right, everybody, I am out. God bless. Peace.